kitchen begins Find yourself within Take up your blade Let the fears within fade Stories are told As the day roll Don't be afraid Make your destiny will find you and me Friends at your side Welcome to Check, Please, Season 2. So, five years have passed since the events of the Rending. Grishnal and his army of horrors have left the world of Adrian behind. Though things have not been peaceful in his absence. With his lieutenants gone, power vacuums have opened across the underbelly of many societies, and new dangers and enemies have risen to take their place. We open on Vera, Speaker of the Hive. She kneels before the font of Mellifera, heeding the call of her god. A voice like ten thousand in a chorus speaking as one appears in your mind. Vera, to bring about the new age of our way, you must gather three objects that contain my blessings from ancient times. They contain a spark of my divinity. If we unite them all, I can pull this energy from them, and that spark can reignite my power. I will live again, and usher us into a new age. The first object you have already found, it is the necklace that you wear. The next is a ring. It is still in the hand of a previous high priest. Take those whom you trust and return it here to be cleansed and blessed. Vera stands, goes to Petra, and the two of them set off toward the location of the ring. Finding an overgrown stone building deep in the jagged torrents. Entering the ancient temple, they see a scene of stillness and death. Skeletons arranged on pews before a central altar. The figure there, leaning over a pulpit, is skeletal, as if everyone simply died where they stood at once and then rotted away into bones. On the hand of the figure at the font still contains a dull stone ring. Vera cautiously moves up to it and carefully removes the ring, holding the cold object in the palm of her hand, studying the small object for a moment. With a hiss, the roof is shattered inward as a hulking spider descends toward the two heroes. They draw their weapons as more begin to pour in through the windows. The pair fight with ferocity and cut a path through the eight-legged invaders, making their way toward the exit. They suffer only minor scratches and bites, but manage to deliver a killing blow to the massive beast leading the swarm. The rest scatter away, willing to return later to consume the fallen. The pair return to the hive, and explain to Mellifera that they succeeded in bringing back the old ring. Well done, my friends. There is only one piece left to return. A circlet, one that I created when I was at the height of my power. It is located in a valley on a frozen island to the south. There you will find it among other relics of the past. But take heed, 
This last outing was dangerous for you both. You should gather more strength to your side, lest you be lost like so many of my siblings before. Go, and may you have luck on your journey. The voice fades from your mind, and season two begins. Well, of course it has to be somewhere that's cold. What did they say? We need to find more people to help us. We, apparently there's a circlet that's on a frozen island to the south, and apparently many other of the hive have fallen trying to get the circlet before, and we're going to need to find help to, you know, not die. Well, I like not dying. That's always fun. It's your favorite thing. I, yeah. (laughs) Well, who do we... I don't want to oh. risk anyone necessarily right here. Uh, yeah, we could, uh... What was that guy's name who ran that shop? Delove? I... <laughs> oh, cut that. Petra wouldn't have known Detlef. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you saw Detlef. Oh, did? You, met, you would have met Detlef at the wedding. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, okay. I don't know if you knew if he had a shop or not, though. Right, let so me, you uh... definitely met him at the wedding. Because here's the thing. We've been training the Hivekin for over five years. Actually, not over five years. But we've been training them, and they're not necessarily on the level that they need to be to be on a, let's call it, epic adventure. Agreed. Some of the, some are coming along very nicely, but they're no... And they will succeed in their training. But right now, we need to find someone who... Has a bit more on their belt, I guess. Do you know who had the best belts? That love? <laughs> well, uh, where would you find him? Which one? Biff. Oh, the Holy City, of course. Uh, they seem like they travel around a little more, but I was actually thinking of someone else. Do you think we could get Lavette? You read my mind. <laughs> yeah, but how are we going to get her out of her home? She's usually pretty far into her research and building. True. But they were always motivated when it came to coin. Well, I'm gonna have to fucking pay Lavette. You. No. I bet you there's some... There's probably some trinkets along the way. That's true. It could aid her in actually funding more of her. And Vera puts up her hands and puts air quotes in robots. I don't know why she keeps calling them robots. They're constructs, right? Uh, that's a little. Have you, you have you heard anyone else use the word robot anywhere? I mean, I've said things that you guys didn't believe, but who's who's to say? But I'm I definitely want to see Archie again. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my. Well, there's no way to know other than to ask her, I guess. Agreed. But if she does ask for payment, it's coming after the adventure. Oh, yeah, no, this is this is after cost. This is not before cost. She gets a cut after uh, everything's been paid for. All right, jump on the cart, Petra. <laughs> the cart? Yo, chisel! <sighs> I guess I'll just drive it myself. Can I ask what the cart looks like five years after? Is it still the same carriage, or are you using a cart cart? Oh no, it's it's probably the same carriage, cart. just because we're getting more people, mm-hmm. hopefully. 
also... But it's definitely more dilapidated, probably, than it was before. Well, more yeah. Would, would Vera want to spend any money on it? Oh, we'd, we'd make sure it works and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> you put oil in it. You, you, you tighten the it's, bolts. It's wooden. <laughs> and uh, hive. Wood oil. <laughs> There's probably a few hives, like small hives, or like broken off pieces of hive, like yeah. where people scraped it off. My poor carriage. <laughs> the, the paint is largely kind of like ripped off a little bit. So there's patches of purple around it. I'm yeah. just, just gone through so much. I also want to say, sitting here listening to you guys take a really long time to think of Levette and then just really struggle to figure out what motivates her just is killing me. I'm just dying here. <laughs> I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm loving this plan. It's I'm loving. I'm waiting for you to see how it goes down. I, I hope you got a plan B. Oh no! <laughs> Seriously, we could also bonk her on the head and just take her. What the fuck? <laughs> so we're heading over. All right. So uh, Chisel is called, and a majestic-looking elk approaches. Does that hair flip? At the, at mm, the does the hair flip? Uh, mm. oh. Chisel's antlers have. Uh, become larger and more ornate over time. So, Such they're majestic. Chisel snorts. Alright, so it- the two of you gather your things and you head from the hive down into the town of Wittengen. Now, down there you heard a while ago that Levette set up a workshop in that area. So, this, this was from your hive that was up in the forest north of Witten or east of Wittengen, right? Yeah, I assume that we're in the... Okay, from the, the main temple. Yep. Okay. In that case, it's just a quick, just a quick jaunt down the hill, basically. In fact, there has been some collaboration. We talked about there being collaboration between the organizations. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Help, help with the metery. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, in that case, you head down into Wittengen, and you arrive at a nice little workshop here. Let me uh, pop this open here. Okay. One moment as I populate your characters. All right. So, Petra and Vera, you arrive in Wittengen at a interesting-looking workshop. <clears throat> How do the aesthetics uh, work with the rest of the? Well, it's it's interesting. This this workshop seems to be um, it doesn't quite fit in all that well. So you open up. Do you approach the outside of the building, or do you want to actually go inside and look at it? Come out to the building. Is it like they just transplanted uh, the steam aisle here? No, the building looks fairly typical. It, you believe that most likely Levette purchased this building okay. from town and then renovated the interior. So it looks like this might have been a previous workshop of some form beforehand hmm. and is now a clockwork workshop. Or as you would call it, a air quote, robot workshop. <laughs> <laughs> Petra dismounts and walks over to the window at the front of this of the building right here. Okay. Uh, quick question. Grim, yes. what is the sign on the front of this building? That's actually a good question. Why not? This is... Well, what would be the name of your workshop? I thought of, and I didn't think <laughs> of. What, what's your business called? I'm well, just, that's robots. Well, I'm just trying to figure out <laughs> if she would name the business by her, ali- her new alias, or if she's... International been. House of Robots? <laughs> that's horrible um no it'd probably be straightforward um but i'm thinking it would be mckinney bodwin engineering mckinney bodwin engineering all right and is there anything any symbols or pictures 
yeah. on the sign out front as well. And it's got so... that family crest that's like on all our clothes and on Archie and stuff. Okay. So we wouldn't all recognize right. the name at first, would we? Uh, well, we know it's here, I assume. No, McKinney Bodwin, you recognize. Okay. Yeah, you went to yeah. their house and watched them die. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> also, <laughs> the fact that it's been here, we know like this stuff is happening. I assume. Yeah. Especially with Levette working with the hive to. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. That's true. Create like the brewing process or the meadery. Mm-hmm. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. So Vera's going to walk up to the door. Petra was going to walk up to the window, look and peer in, and knock on the window. Mm-hmm. Look like get that two-handed look in. Okay, well let me let me describe what you see. So you peer into the window and you see a room that is a clutter of pipes, clockwork pieces, cogs, various bits of machinery, diagrams strung up on on lines, and clutter. It, it looks like the workshop of someone who has uh, fifteen projects going at the same time and none of them are even close to being finished. It's it's a a complicated mess. All the spiders. <laughs> so is the room. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> so the sp- Oh, they. Oh no, they obsessed with. Oh no. Okay. I mean, she already kind of had an Oedipus complex. Oh my. Okay. <laughs> For the folks at home, there's a lot of spiders all over the walls here too. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. Fun fact: it'll be in the video. So. <gasps> hey! Okay, wonderful. Yes. All right. So um, you see two figures in the room uh, having a conversation. Okay. One of them is Lavette. The other one is someone that you probably met before in passing, but this would be the first time it would be on this. You see a, uh, a human female dressed in blue robes, and she, you know, has a dark, like, long black hair, but with a streak of aqua or teal hair going down through it she wears spectacles and she is currently holding a handful of papers and books and looks exasperated all right there's gonna open the door okay you open the door and you hear the following conversation boss we got stiffed again house massel canceled payment on the other two clockwork soldiers they commissioned apparently they broke the first one in a jousting accident and decided they didn't want any more. That's all I deal. These things happen. We need to go visit Paper Elk. And then I'll left up in the Bolivia, though. I mean, why should we be apologizing? They're the ones breaking the end user license agreements. It's just the nature of business, my deal. Uh, but if they cancel payments, how are we going to make the rents due? Uh, hey, uh, I'm bringing the little more side money. I'm going to really keep things afloat this far. Yeah, but what if. What if the mayor was serious about the industry tax he was going to levy? We can I, barely make the land taxes. I can handle the mayor. He owes me more than if he fails at this point. You're right, <coughs> boss. Oh, boss, we have company. Oh, oh, Lavette. It's so nice to see My you here. Boss. And Vera has the most complete lying-faced smile. <laughs> Just completely <laughs> void of actual happiness. Uh, it's great to see you, Levette. Uh, I'm glad you're really? here. Is there anything going on along with the, the middle? Oh, the no, the... And Vera will walk into this hoarder shack of <laughs> bits. 
We all say we always laugh about the amount, but I can try and feed in a few members of the hive if we can, if you need them. Oh, the I said the meter is completely fine. However, there is another business venture we could partake in, maybe. Huh? I'm listening. All right, so Malifra, you as you may have heard when we left last time, needs some items. So that she can be rebirthed as a god? Like a full-on god? Quite, so you say. So, there is apparently a circlet in one of the southern islands that we need to retrieve. And apparently, it's very, very dangerous. So, my business venture, you meant one of these, another one of these gangha adventures where we Use a couple of our close friends and all of that song and dance. Let's not call it an adventure, but I mean, I heard you need funds, okay. right? I refuse, and not only this, but I forbid you to go. <laughs> Archie! <clears throat> you hear heavy metal footsteps in the distance. <laughs> <laughs> the door opens, and Archie steps into the room. I mean, I, yes. Can you hang around a bit until we make sure that uh, our friends here are seeing reason? Friends? Yes, they oh. want to be talking to see us. Hello, they want Vera. to go get themselves killed. Hi, Hello, Petra. Right, first of all, no way either of you are stopping me from doing this. Archie will walk across the room and stand next to Petra. And Vera will walk closer, like, Brushing aside one of the spider-like constructs. It's like, mm, too many spiders recently. I need this, Levette. Whether or not you come or not. We find an economically way to do this and we hire someone. And if they can't make it, then we hire more people. But what if they do something with the circlet? I need to make sure I'm there so that I know that that circlet is coming back to the hive. Well, you can build someone to do it. Someone who can't disobey. I don't want to... I understand this is important to you, but I'm not going through all that again. That was my last adventure with a mess. I'm not watching that happen to the both of you. And I'm not leaving on my conscience, leaving you go. Levette. To be fair, we're not going against some god. No, you don't think so yet, huh? We're this picking stuff. up a necklace. As on a, a matter of fact, cold I mean, fucking island. This time we're actually working with a god. Okay, so Archie is looking back and forth between each person as they're talking, and then we'll sort of butt in. Lovette, what's going on? You held it. They want to go some some dangerous mission with their own world. It's too dangerous to go on, and they think it's going to go peachy. Well, it would go. More Where is it? Well, it would go more peachy with you with us. I mean, you were the first person we thought of. Thank you, Petra. Also, make a bluff check. First person we thought of was Della. <laughs> I'll do a bluff check. Sure. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> well, also, Archie. Uh, Archie thought you were referring to Archie, not Levette. Well, I, I want to. I'm. I'm still gonna sense motive on that shit. <laughs> okay. Okay. Go for it. Oh, Skills. Uh, that uh, right, well, twenty. That is a nat, nat twenty. Is a bluff, I suppose so twenty doesn't really occur to Levette. 
that there would be any reason on earth that Petra would think of Detlev first. <laughs> I mean, we've been traveling a lot. We don't run into rampaging hydras anywhere. I move boxes. And if, if anything, it could just be more money in your pocket. Agreed. Oh, okay, leave me dead on some dungeon pill. We won't let that happen, Lovett. Besides, Archie can handle most things. That is true. <laughs> this is true. But not everything, and I don't like the bad feeling. That's all right. I mean, and besides, imagine how much our business could grow once Mulifera actually regains all of her power. We'll be able to bring far more funds to the hive, which means far more funds for you from the meadery. Man, I gotta say, when I visioned this conversation in my head, I didn't think Vera was gonna be this fucking chill about it. <laughs> of course she's she's always fucking chill about shit. No, that's not true. She has a pretty short patience with people sometimes. I figured the conversation was going to be like, oh, well, you don't want to go? All right, fuck you. Petra has been working with them. That's true. So, but also, Vera views this as she wants you to come on, mm -hmm. to have, like, you and Archie as their team up. But if not, she's just going to go and find someone else. Right. So it's not, like, end of the world for her, I guess. I guess that's why she hasn't... Oh, I'm not even mad about it. Camp. I'm just, like, caught off guard. I'm like, shit, what do I do? <laughs> I mean, that was the first thing that came to mind was just, well, fine, whatever, and then just leaving. <laughs> but it's like, nah. no. I know some of our previous adventures weren't so great, but this seems like a relatively simple fetch quest. So, but there's I'm not a positive. Sure oh. There's a positive. We are planning on sweetening the deal everything that we pick up <clears throat> what what i want them to come oh well, yeah i i'm bored and, I wanna... <laughs> <sighs> and i think they they could use the excitement oh my god <laughs> Breathe, Kenny. Breathe, Kenny. I'm trying to be so good, guys. I appreciate it. Oh my god. Like Vera just like raises a fist. Okay. Like, should I? Should I punch? I'm not gonna punch him this time. The next time. Are you trying to blind me? No, no. Just I mean, there's going to be treasure, obviously. But is it working? <laughs> so, oh yeah, I was asking before, Beardy. Yes. Um, where about would this workshop be placed in town? Are we in view so, of Town Square? You are on the outskirts of Vittingen. Okay. So it was an old workshop that was used in building and repairing iron tools. So it was a small forge that you have sort of retrofit into a clockwork workshop. Okay. So oh. this would be on the what, what would have been called like the dwarf side of town. I see. More closer to the outskirts of town than toward the center, at least. Oh, I'd wait outside for me. I'd be just on me yet. All right. Vera um, goes outside and just like, yes, yes. And Petra mm -hmm. uh, pats Archie on the shoulder. I mean, aren't elbow, I guess? Cause yeah. <laughs> huge. Good to see you, buddy. Hello, Petra. It is good to see you. How have you been? Busy. The Hive has people that need training and... I help out where I can. 
My time here has not been busy. Really? Well, I hope we can help with that. I mostly move boxes. Do you want to come with us? I do not wish to disagree with Levette. It's okay to have a different opinion. Are you not coming with us, Archie? But... Archie seems to consider that for a moment. It was good seeing you, Petra. It was good seeing you. Pats him back on the elbow. I, I hope you I hope you choose to come with us, Levette. Be like well, old times. I've already made my decision. Just be patient. Right. Petra leaves the workshop, closes the door behind him. Seriously? Archie turns to look at Levette. Do you want me to take you to your house? Seriously, Petra? You didn't need to sweeten the deal when it was already being in the process of being sweetened. I know, but you heard them. They have taxes and such. And we're doing pretty good, I think. <laughs> we don't have taxes. Yeah, because that shit's bullshit. Exactly. So, help them out. <sighs> yeah. Good on you for the smiling. Don't patronize me, Petra. <clears throat> Can I... I mm. Yes, I'm going to uh, say it. You mean don't patronize you? Dude. Vera's going to look at you and just kicks you straight, like, sideways into the shin. <laughs> uh, Vera, you've kicked Petra for 42 points of damage. Just <laughs> the crack noise, like a sickening... Yeah. Uh, worth it! Every time. Worth it! Oh. <laughs> Meanwhile, inside the workshop, Archie looks over at Levette, Rella moves back to the center of the counter, and turns to look at Levette as well. So, boss, what are you thinking? Yeah, so as soon as Petra and Vera left, um, Levette has already gotten to work on uh, starting up some tea, I think. Like, if she has any devices that could quickly make some tea. <laughs> and and uh, as it's, the water's heating up, she can turn to Rella. You're going to need to sit down for this deal. What, what do you mean? I'm, um, so... Wait, are we going... Are we going bankrupt? No, 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 no. It's, you know, We're going bankrupt, aren't we? No, yeah. yeah oh, God. I don't think so. Don't she starts it. hyperventilating. Oh, oh. Wait, My parents wait. warned me about this. They said don't take that job. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm I'm going to address that one later. But, uh, no, if you want to take a seat, Paul, my mom? We're not going bankrupt, dear. It's okay. But you are going to have increased responsibility for a short time. What? What? Increased responsibility? I already do all the books. <laughs> oh. Yes, you do a very good job. And uh, I'm going to have to be going on a short trip. It could last up to a few months. So you're but going to be in charge of the workshop in that time. I'll be contacting you with messages <laughs> daily uh, to make sure I get updates from you. Uh, make sure that I can give you guidance. Has she yeah. sat down uh, yet? No. Okay. No. She's now leaning. She's leaning against the the workbench behind her. Okay. I guess I'll hold down the fort, boss. You got, you got this, Rella. Breathe, breathe. Go see if the tea is ready, and if it is, go bring it over to her. <laughs> Archie, <laughs> Archie takes a five foot step toward Rella and just pats Rella's shoulder once. You do great deal. And, uh, you will, of course, receive a for this, so... 
Yeah, th- 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 thanks, boss. Uh, sh- yeah, yeah. If things get out of hand, I have friends we can contact. I'm sure Kelly says people is a good help as well. Sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, okay. She takes the tea and just starts, like, walking around doing a mental inventory of everything in the building. All right, why did you do that? <laughs> just scoot under Archie's legs and head on out. Oh, I forgot to something earlier. Because um, mm-hmm. you, you pushed an image when the vet showed up, but she's a little bit different visually now, and I, I wanted to describe the differences. Sure. So how about how about as Lavette walks into the sunlight? Sure. Okay. Because I imagine your workshop's probably somewhat dim. And it, it's probably a good point because some of these features wouldn't even be noticeable in the dim light. Exactly. Um, the top hat definitely would be as it, as it changed her silhouette. The rest of her outfit is more or less as it was at the end of the last campaign. Um, but the tips of her ears and the ends of her... Or the tips of her ears are like the same kind of purple as her mother's skin. And it almost in the dark looks like she doesn't have fingerless gloves, but it's really just that the tips of her fingers are also the same purple. Oh, wow. Uh, and the ends of her hair are also starting to turn white, so the little hair floofs on the side of her head are like little fox tails now. I love it! So Lavette and Archie step into the day from the warehouse, or workshop rather, and join Vera and Petra in the street. So, is that a... Let's get going. It is a Yes. <laughs> yeah! Fantastic. And uh, if we're heading through town, then uh, when we're in view of the town square, I'll be like eyeing the statue of Soul. And I'm just be like, you shut up! Shut up! This is all you. I did have a question. Do you have the arms out now? Are the extra arms out? out? Or no? No, I did the image for the. Because that's fun for combat but she okay. doesn't normally keep them out all the time okay because yeah, having an extra hidden under the coat because having an, an extra arm just with a walking cane as with your other arm swinging would be so cool she, uh, in certain circumstances but she does walk with the cane now i also forgot about that she does have the very very slight limp and walks with the cane mm. let's go to the cart then you guys have the same cart yeah of course and i point to this shitty fucking <laughs> horrid cart <laughs> Does it still have any magenta on it? No, but like it's I long said, since worn off. Oh no, I, I said there's like pieces of it, but like <laughs> most of it is just like patches of paint <laughs> there. My poor <laughs> carriage. Lavette's yeah. face is just contorted into horror. Just like, ugh. Also, do you know anyone else that could help us? Well, um, I don't think Kelly says the time, but I thought maybe she might have some people that could help us. That's true. What do you think, Petra? Should we talk to Karis to see if she knows anyone? Um, you guys are the only people I know. Well, and it's Petra's patting down chisel. It would be really nice to see Karis again. Alright, fine. We'll go to Presidium. We're not bothering us, Kelly, to that, are we? Okay, I can get those out of that much faster. Really? I don't know, the horses could use some walk. Chisel is <laughs> just like considered like, huh? I don't know. I mean, Chisel has the been eating Okay, if this is important to you, well, why, why are we taking our time? I would like to get back to my business as quick as possible. All right, fine. Can I at least take the cart back to the hive? That's reasonable. I might have something I need to take out in that election. Anyway. All right. So we'll take the cart over to the hive. 
Also, I would like to make note that Vera does not wear her hood unless she's in a large city or in, like, combat. Oh, cool. Okay. So, so not in Wittengen? No. Cool. As we're, as we're um, passing through the center of town, Petra's riding chisel looks up uh, at the Statue of Soul and gives a very I miss you smile. You guys are acting like I'm dead or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, in fact, Lovat still talks to Soul sometimes, just in 25-word conversations. <clears throat> I'm old enough to remember cell phone with a maximum character limit. So, anyways, so mm-hmm. we get to the hive, okay. and then I always be like, all right, teleport us. Oh, I got ahead of myself. I, or, I uh, do want to... So Lovette is going to make a slight diversion, if it's right, <laughs> before we get to the hive. Okay. Uh, and ask if we can divert off towards Hildegard's place. Hmm. We're going to see Miss Hilda. I think we'd have to go to the hive first and then walk over there. Oh, okay. Whichever, I, don't, I forget which one's located which, but she'll divert. Uh, if that's the case, then well, if you guys have to like get equipment ready, she'll divert that way in that time. Okay. All right. Cool. I don't know how long it would take to get there on foot. Anyway, it's a couple hours. Then, yeah. Uh, well, a couple hours is pretty well. I mean, it's whatever, you know? Yeah. All right, well, that's that's what they'll do, then, yeah. I don't know if the other party members are going to go with or not. I'll of probably course. go through the details if they don't. I mean, does uh, Levette ask them to? Not really. She just says that thing she needs to do. I have uh, something I need to take out of. It's a routine. We'll be waiting. I do need... Do you help at all with this routine? Uh, no, but it's it's just it's something to be nice, so it's up to you. Right, well, I guess we'll be waiting here then. Oh, come okay. on, Vera. We it's can just go. to be nice what? now, fam. Fine. We'll join you. All right. Uh, well, that was going to probably do her little bi-monthly routine then early where she goes over to Hildegard's place, helps with uh, her gardening, Aww. and... Uh, and like places some flowers that she's gathered on Marcus's grave. Uh, she's really like silent the whole time. She won't speak unless it's like to be polite. Like if Hildegard offers some sweet tea, she'll thank her and stuff, but she won't otherwise say anything. <laughs> my boy. All right. Your boy, my <laughs> boy. <laughs> so. Uh... So the three of you arrive at Hildegard's up in the mountains, and Lavette goes through her standard, you know, gardening and leaving flowers routine. What is Petra and Vera doing while this is happening? No, just kind of chilling, just waiting. <laughs> I mean, <Fuck> that guy. <laughs> Petra didn't know uh, Marcus at all, so uh, that would be a Vera thing. And Vera's like, "Fuck that guy." <laughs> <laughs> what? No. No. You just said fuck that guy. I said fuck that guy. Oh. Do I sound like Kyle to you? <laughs> hmm? Uh, hmm? well. Hmm? Yep, there's, there's a grave. <laughs> you know what? Hey, that looks like a very comfy grave. <laughs> Continuing. Uh, Petra would just be like, well, that's very sweet of them. Yeah. Do you think they're going to be long? <laughs> Vera. We've talked about this. Come on. Sensi- what? Sensitivity. Just a question. No, I don't Rhetorical, think really. I mean, didn't even need an answer. I mean, it looks very well kept anyway, so probably not. Levette comes up here every 
few weeks. Really? Yes. Hildy rarely even speaks to her. It puzzles me sometimes. Well, I mean, it was a pretty rough time on Hildy, to be fair. I feel like there's a lot of guilt still felt about it, I'm guessing. Mm. But from what I remember, it was his choice, right? It was. That is what I find hard to understand. Why does why does Levette feel the need to do this? Marcus is gone. Well, Marcus gave literally everything for her. Honestly. So I guess guilt, maybe? Archie thinks about that for a moment and says nothing. And Hilly's very nice to the Hivekin whenever she sees them, so I mean, I don't really travel over here that much. I'm usually all over the place, so. One day, little vet will forgive herself. One day. Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> I am not sure of that. I like that, though. Let's go. Welcome back, Levette. Alright, so I guess we can just leave from here. Uh, you're going to need to stand very close for these. So, uh, I'm gonna pull back my sleeve, and uh, for my gauntlet I pull out like a little disc about the size of a coin, and I press it in like a button, and toss it onto the ground, and it becomes a like five foot pad. Uh, I'm gonna, like, step on the pad, please. Uh, Alright. Once... Step on it. Mm-hmm. Then, then... Archie just moves in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just uh, arms around everybody. One second. And, uh... uh Petra's gonna has uh, gonna have to cast Stone Shape on Chisel to have him fit as well. Yeah, and I'm actually gonna have Archie fit into his sphere. I hope y'all when we get that. Archie nods and uh, goes back into his sphere shape. Alright, so I'm gonna cast Teleport once we all stand on the pad. Cool. <sighs> I'm not fucking up whatever you had planned too bad, Beardy. So when we all uh, a uh, like curtain shoots up from the sides of the pad to obscure all of us, and a rod comes up in the center, and, like, lightning comes down and strikes the rod, and from the outside, you just, like, there's a flash of light inside, and the curtain goes down and becomes a little disc, and we're just gone. Ta-da! Alright. And a similar disc will open up in uh, Presidium. Alright. What part of Presidium? And give me a d100 roll, please. Yeah. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, and um, what is your specific target? Probably, I'm thinking the most spacious place I can think of uh, that is there. I don't. What was what the like the the grounds that we the uh, the wedding was held on normally used for? Is that, that was, just like the yard? That was the, just the yeah. Garden. That was the garden. Yeah. Yeah. Probably there then. Okay. All right. In that case, you appear in a lush garden. There is a gazebo next to you and a flowering tree. And a small like mausoleum, and on the other side of that is a flowering maze uh, made of hedges and bushes. To the south is an enormous manor that you've been to before. All right, so <clears throat> Kenny, would you mind uh, taking control of a couple of voices here for me? Sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can okay. do. Thanks. <clears throat> so uh, the three of you appear on on this lawn, and you hear. Uh, like happy voices nearby. Hello there! Oh my goodness! Hello! <laughs> what are you doing here? Hey, children! Hello! We missed you! 
Yes, I missed you as well. We are here oh. to see Mama. Well, she. Oh, well, she's doing all right. Yeah, she's doing all right. She's been very busy, very busy. Do you do you want us to go get her? Yeah. Yes, please. Okay, we'll be right back. Oh, um, do do you want to come inside? Can we can we can can we bring you inside, please, 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 please? We'll go over to the other rest of the party. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, of Auntie Vera, you're here. Of course. I'm always happy to be here. It's mm-hmm. big business. <laughs> they look like they don't believe you. <laughs> That's a good sense motive. And for the audience, the, these voices are of Soul's children that have grown into what what age-ish look do they have right now? I would right say now? they're probably, they look like they're around 10 years old, even though they've only been alive for half that. Okay. And they're precocious scamps. Come, come, come. So the the twins lead everyone inside. So I got a question. How tall is a ten year old elf? Ooh. This is relevant for a gnome. Well, do oh. they do they look ten years old for an elf ten, or like ten, ten years, years old? If it ten was... years old for a human. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That was, that was a human adjusted age. So like I see. Forty five. Four feet tall. Five, five, four and a half. Five feet tall. Well, yeah, I, but elves are still taller on average, so I just meant, like, yeah. how, how tall does that come out to? Is that, like, four feet tall? Yeah. So they're slightly taller tall. than me? Oh, boy. Yeah. All right. Taller than you. They have to look down at you now. Mm-hmm. So. I remember when you were just these little crystal. <laughs> oh. They blink at you. Yes, well, we remember that, too. Well, Anyways. So. <laughs> oh. uh, they skip into the building. Mom! Oh, Absolutely. mom, mom! Absolutely. A moment Horrible, later, a moment later, a human woman with stark white hair will walk into the room. What is it, kids? Do we... look, oh, look what we found! We have guests. <laughs> we do. Well, it's good to see all of you. Uh, what's what's the occasion? Uh, well, this is time I'm afraid, but. Uh, these two idiots want to do more dangerous adventuring, and uh, we were wondering if you could provide any help. Vera puts up air quotes for adventuring. The twins give each other weird, knowing glances. <laughs> I'm afraid that my adventuring days are behind me. Well, do you know anyone in particular that could actually handle maybe a tougher environment? Oh, how about us? <laughs> the, the twins in sync look up at Karis. <laughs> Absolutely she, not. She leans down and puts a hand on, on one of on each of their shoulders. Kids, what did I tell you about adventuring? I know, but we want to do it now. Well, wait till you're a little older, okay? We're taller than Aunt Lavette. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Lavette's, you know, a different race, and they are different sized than you. That doesn't. That's not. Should be a value judgment. Remember what I've told you about being sensitive about people's physiology, right? I know. All the elves here are kind of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> now, mm-hmm. come on. Language. I mean, it's they, true. They, they look at Vera. <laughs> they're, they're right. They, they look back at Karis as if it's like, see, Aunt Vera said it was okay. <laughs> <sighs> it doesn't matter if it's right or not. It's not polite to say. Yes, Mom. Yes, Mom. We're sorry. Okay. I look at Petra as it I'm not gonna apologize. <laughs> I mean I'm not gonna disagree. He looks a little hurt, but 
Yeah. Yeah. About right. Look. We just know what you went through when you first started everything, Mom. I know. Look, it... It's... It was an interesting journey, that's for sure, but... It's And nothing... we're proud of you! Thanks, but... It's not something that the kid should be going on, okay? Yeah. It, it, this might be a bit big else in the... It's the sort of adventure that you want to be going on. It okay. could go like uh, the last the last big one, and then you don't want to be there for that. Uh, as far as I'm aware, uh, I don't really know of anyone in particular that's suited to that kind of work anymore. I mean... Maybe they might have some other was... ideas then. Were there any... I don't know. Hmm. I mean, after Soul and Grow left, uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not sure who else can really fill those shoes. You know. Why didn't you all just find people like you did last time when you started? Yeah. Why not? Well, I was told to join, so. We know, Uncle P. <gasps> That's adorable. I feel like the best option probably isn't to just go to a random tavern. Are you sure? Although it wouldn't be very expensive then. Mm-hmm. And who the knows? Children are nodding. <laughs> you might find someone interesting, or maybe it'll be like me, and you'll just find someone along the road. Oh, get someone like mommy. Yes, get someone like mommy. She's we the best. We try our best. Listen, that's how to come by. You don't get talent like that everywhere. Yeah. To be fair, we might be able to last a bit longer just as we are and find someone. Since Archie kind of counts as two people. I thought we'd Archie nods. And there's no one like your mother. Our parent. Or Mm. our mommy. The children look confused at you, Petra, unsure which one you mean. There's no one like Soul. The children nod in agreement, but then they look up admiring their mother again. (laughs) Oh, that's fucking adorable! God, see, you, you, Kenny, you're you're twanging all my my dad um my dad heartstrings. Brava! Look, it's very easy for me to play a child. I played one the first season. <laughs> <laughs> well, shit. Where are we going to go then? Well, I guess we could always go back to the cart, start heading south, and once we hit the cities, maybe look around. I mean, See if there's any interesting individuals. The big cities always have some people looking for work. I'm sure you'll find someone very, very interesting. If you just look around. I just hope so. No one's as interesting as you, Mom. Hello. Oh, thanks, kids. You're not you're welcome, wrong. they say in unison. <laughs> Petra goes, you're not wrong. We no, know, Uncle Pete. <laughs> well, do you have another it... one of those transportation thingamajigs? That you have, Levette? Yes, I do. I have a. Uh, I can build three more of those today, so we could get some places. Uh, well, yeah. Hugs, kids! Hugs before we go! Oh, they latch themselves to you and almost kind of drag you down to the ground slightly <laughs> with the pressure they put onto you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Especially the mechanical leg gives a little bit and she, like, stumbles. Kenny. One of them is bracing you while the other is. Kind of pulling your one of your arms forward so that you don't fall completely. <laughs> uh, Kenny, they're in a unison. Yeah, which, what's that? Which uh, do either of them are more fighterish? Like, do they uh, do which uh, which of your children are more hands-on combat? If they do that, neither. Neither. Oh, no. Okay. 
then I will... They're they're very similar right now. They're okay. in sync almost constantly. Okay. There's a few times where one will say the word first and then one will repeat, but almost at all times they are speaking at the same time. Oh, wow. Okay. Neat. Yeah, terrifying. <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> fucking creepy. Yeah. So once, once they're done hugging Lavette, uh, Karis is going to lean down and say, okay, kids, look, it's it's almost mealtime. Go get your sister, say goodbye to, the, to your friends here, and go play with your okay. sister, okay? Yes, Mom. Yes, Mom. Sister. They, they hug the... Uh, they hug Petra around his legs, and then they look at Vera, and they just wave to her. <laughs> so Vera's in this, like, arms crossed stance, and just one of the hands comes out from the cross and just, like, waves, like, small wave. Um, so Luna will nudge Marculus, and then Marculus does, like, finger guns at at Vera, and then they skip off. So, once the kids are out of the room, Karis will turn to the three of you. Whatever crazy adventure you're on, be careful, okay? That's what I told them. I wouldn't be here at all if these one, two weren't so insistent about that. But... And look, if if things get completely out of control, come back here, okay? I mean, we're not planning on anything big like last time. We didn't like I said, we're getting a, last time. We're getting a circlet. I mean, the <laughs> last the last thing I got for Millefreo, we were just attacked by a bunch of spiders. It's not that bad. They're little bumps and bruises. Well, so, well, a lot of spiders. spiders. Vera just kind of starts staring <laughs> into the distance. A lot of spiders. <laughs> what kind of spiders? Are we talking normal-sized spiders? No, oh, no, no, um, no, no, no. They were... Are we talking weevils? No. Actually, were they, they weren't weavers, right? No, were they? they weren't weavers. Just big spooters. Uh, I do have a question. Yeah. Would Petra know about Sister? Um, yeah, probably. Okay. I mean, now, me as a player, I'd like to... I, I I have questions. I don't, uh, but I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. Okay. Good questions. I do. Huh. Okay. Um. Hmm. Okay. Well. So, uh, Petra goes. Oh, jeez. How do I word this? If Petra would know. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Uh Hmm. So, how's your dead sister doing? <laughs> Is that the one? Oh wait. No. 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 She's no. No. Beardy said. Kara said, "Go get your sister." Yeah, yeah. Go, go play with your sister. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so oh. it's meal time. Go play with your sister. And I'm trying to. Oh, uh... um, Rayla is doing well, by the way. Oh, good. I, I mean, relatively as well as she does. Yeah, I mean, I'm glad that she's that she's still kicking. You know, <laughs> kicking is a way of thought. If you have any spell bookkeepers around here. Let me know. So we might need a little help in the near future. <laughs> you need paper pushers? Uh, probably a good handful of them, yes. Your business is going that well, huh? That you need uh, additional bureaucrats? <laughs> I really wish so. Right, I guess we should get going, then. Let's yeah. get back to the cow. Good luck, uh, you three. Just be safe, alright? We'll be fine, Karis. I know you will. We've, we've already made it through a lot. <laughs> That's very true. Right, and remember, if if anything crazy happens, she kind of gestures to the to the house. You always have this place to fall back on, okay? Remember that. Vera nods, and then we're just going to turn back. And I assume we're going to go outside and just teleport, or we're just going to do it here. 
Uh, I can do it just here. Although if Karis is if it is possible to touch her now, then well, I will give her a hug. <laughs> she picks you up, gives you a hug. Well, uh, fine, fine, okay, let's go. Get another teleportation disc going, and uh, where are we taking this one then? Back to the hive. Yeah, we're just gonna go back to the cart and head on our way. Yep. All right. It was good seeing you again. It was good seeing you, Petrie. I comes. So steps. She she gives you a smile, and the three of you head back to that pad and give me a D one hundred roll, please. All right. And what your target was back to the hive to the cart. Correct. Okay. So your teleportation goes off without a hitch, and you all arrive back at the carriage next to the hive. What would you like to do? Before we go in, Vera's going to uh, touch her necklace that she has, and mm-hmm. suddenly you can hear a booming voice, and Vera basically just tells the hive worshippers that she's going to be gone to, on another mission from Mellifera, and just she's going to tell people to continue doing uh, what, what they know to do, and those who are training to continue their training. Okay. Uh, a couple of your siblings are going to come out and hand each of you a small container of good beetles. Aww. Aww. Thank you so much. Of course, sister. Hopefully, hopefully it won't be the longest time, but it is a far away location, so you can be sure that we'll make it back, though. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Alright, does anyone need to prepare anything, or... Uh, get... I need Alright, let's get these horses moving, then. And Vera's gonna jump onto the front of the cart. Just creaks. Alright. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well it gets right. inside and like sees one of the hives and some of the wood and that like scoots as far away from it as she can. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to go ahead and push the map of Obador here. So the three of you are on a carriage. Near Wittengen, where is your destination? Alright, so they said that... Mellifera said that it was one of the snowy islands, correct? Yes. So that'd be the ones that are in Selaway? Correct. Okay, so I assume what we're going to do is take the road like towards Fuchsdorf Castle, mm-hmm. then take... Is this the long road? Is that what it's called? I can't remember. Yeah. What the... Uh, we'll stop at some of the cities on the way. Mm-hmm. Okay, we get to the Mary Valley, mm-hmm. and go left. Yep, west past the Mary Valley, and then you can swing south along that river, and yep. that'll take you into Selaway. The river next to Muscova. Correct. Yep. Yeah, the river that divides Muscova and Selaway. Sound good? Sounds good to me. Sounds good. Sounds good to me. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we. Are, are you the only one in the front of the cart now? I guess so. Oh. You know. Um, Petra hasn't, Petra didn't, uh, uh, take, uh, chisel out of stone shape yet, so he'll ride with, uh, Vera on the front of the cart. Oh, I forgot to have Archie say hi to Karis. I feel horrible now. <laughs> oh. <laughs> we'll that? see him. We'll see them later. I forgot to bring Archie out when we saw Karis. I told him I'd pop him right back out. I feel horrible now. <laughs> oh, dear. Also, the children distracted you. Yeah. Also, I think... How is the <clears throat> cart front shaped? Is it two separate seats? Or is it just one it's, long it's bench? It's just one bench. Okay. Yeah, it's a bench. 
imagine tearing Archie away from the children is probably pretty difficult anyway, so maybe it was for the best. They like climbing on him. Yeah, I would, I would think so. Oh, I wanted to ask, uh, now, now I want to, next time I see them, hopefully I get to see Karis again, I'd like to see, uh, to ask them, uh, how goes trying to find Burr? But she didn't, but so didn't. gotta keep gotta going. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, so yep. Gotta keep going. <laughs> Shit. Who's printing? Fuck that guy. <laughs> Alright, so we're... Car's moving. Yep. Alright. Well, it is, as you guys remember, a long, long road. Mm-hmm. So, some time is going to pass, and y'all are going to travel to Fuchsdorf Castle. Yeah. Uh, across the bill. Is mom. there anything you want to do in Fuchsdorf Castle? I don't know. have any specific plans. Make sure that uh, that her food supply is doing okay. It's not going to mm-hmm. run out while we're gone. Yeah. Um, There's a, a pond that was constructed near the castle that's oh, been well stocked with fish. That works. It's probably more cost effective than cows. Uh, or like goats or something. <laughs> cats. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cats would be the cats. cheapest yeah. by weight. God. I mean, people is pretty easy to just draw them in. <laughs> so, if you do stop at Fuchsdorf, um, mm-hmm. Lilith is, of course, happy to see you as always, mm-hmm. and uh, she'll probably she'll pick you up and sing lullabies to you. She'll tell you that you know things are going well for her, and make a sense motive check. Okay, gotta grab my sheet. That is a nine. I roll like a goddamn marvel it's good to know that foundry hates levette just (laughs) as much as fantasy grounds did yeah so she'll she'll tell you how her life is going and she genuinely seems like she's a lot happier than she was last time you talked to her oh that's good we're going on a bit of a trip it might be a while but uh you shouldn't be miles in a few months Mm -hmm. she she comments about your your features and how she's worried if uh if they continue to spread People are oh, going to start being rude to you. People are all of you. <laughs> it's fine. I'm not ashamed of who I am. It's not about being ashamed of who you are. It's about what people might do if they think that you're different. Myself. People have been treating me like I'm different my whole life. I'm used to it by now. I trust you to handle yourself then. Thank you. We'll be back soon. I'll be back soon. I don't think the others will be coming back with me. But came out long <laughs> well we'd be fine okay all right well, she'll okay. she'll pick you up and give you a kiss on the top of your head well uh well all right then i guess i'll i mean probably talk with her for a bit but nothing of note yeah nothing had major sure okay um so there is something i forgot to do because we kind of skipped a few days of travel mm-hmm. with just going fast but yeah. i wanted to send a message to soul on the day that we came back we, we teleported I want to use the fire opal, but I hadn't typed it out yet. Okay, yeah, type up a 25-word message, and uh, just get it through when you can. All right. All right, so the party will pass through Fuchsdorf and start heading south outside of Ville. And from here, it is a pretty long journey, as you guys remember. Yep. So Months. Yeah, so Months. Some, some weeks are going to pass on the road, and you pass through the Merry Valley, and it's much as you remember it. Halflings here, you know, a happy people. Cells Tower still looking the same. Yeah, looks looks nice. Okay, cool. Good, cool, cool, good. Cool, that's cool. great. 
cool. 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 Why are you asking? Well, yeah, there's what? no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so, you make it west of the Mary Valley, and you reach a river here, and you turn south, and you're traveling along this river, and the road sometimes goes, you know, next to the river, sometimes it goes on in fields near it, but it generally goes in parallel to it as you're traveling southward toward a Celoese city called uh, Ormroots. So let me go ahead and push this map here. I can't believe none of those towns had anyone. It was eerie, right? It's like nothing bad is going wrong. Going on. I mean, it could have been better. We could have someone here. I got my message typed out as well. Okay, uh, go ahead with your message. Okay, so uh, early on, some point of a trip, I'll message so I'll say, uh, just so the children, they are doing well. Vera and Petravian are on another adventure. I am making sure they don't kill themselves. Talk soon. Soul can answer in 25 words or less. If they choose to. So, some time passes. And you get no response. Are there any good beetles back there? We could use another one. I don't know if this is a good beetle or bad beetle or kind of beetle it is, but you can let have me, it. Just, yeah. Let me see it. Yeah, there you are. Like, <laughs> Vera, like... Leans into, like, the window to, like, grab it from Levet. Uh, I don't want it touching my hand. Let's eat it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys miss good beetles? <laughs> I mean, we used to call them sprinkles. How, how's Levet doing with it? Um, <laughs> great. She's, she'll, she's eating her daily good beetle to make sure she doesn't starve. <laughs> that's about it. That's that's how she's doing. So, a lot of you are heading further south along the road, and you have made it to a little town called Warm Roots. It's the northernmost town in Selaway. In this map, it's all the way in the northwest corner. You pass it's so it. tiny. Yeah, it's, it's not a big country, for sure. Uh, so you travel through Warm Roots, and the road continues south to Bitter Landing, Mm-hmm. And you know you need to get to one of these islands, so you have the options of either chartering a boat from Bitter Landing or chartering a, a boat from the town of Anvik. So it's up to you which one you'd like to do. But I think it would probably be safer for to go from Anvik because water. Petra okay. doesn't. Petra's not a huge. He likes being on ground, so. Less time on water is, is better. Is he afraid of water? Um, he sinks. Is he hydrophobic? He sinks. <laughs> he sinks like a rock, so... Um... Hmm. Like a rock. He is a... Well, here's the thing. If we go to Bitter Landings, we don't have to deal with snow right away, mm-hmm. which might be better for snow. our cart. It's true. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say we go to Bitter Landings first and ask around, see if they... Any of them have heard anything about a temple or a rune or something on the islands? That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, so right. I mean, we might as well head south first and see what they have going on. And if they don't have any uh, mercenaries or any of that nature, then we can move on to Anvik and save some sail. It's true. So, you guys are traveling south from the town of Warm Roots to Bitter Landing. And along that snowy road, you come across a scene. So, meanwhile, yeah, two figures sit upon the front of a Vardo. 
And as you're traveling through a snowy path here, the snowy road, you suddenly come across an area where two logs have been placed in front of the road by blocking it. The snow is too deep on either side for the wheels of your cart to get through easily. Okay. So it means that the only way through here would be to clear <clears throat> these logs out of your way. Alright. Riz just gets up, cracks their knuckles, and tries to make their horse go backwards. <laughs> <laughs> just go. Please. Your just horse... Go. Your horse stares at you blankly. I need you to go backwards. Backwards. You get carried if you go backwards, yes? Its head tilts to the side slightly and looks at you. It blinks once. In one eye. I'm I'm yeah, telling you, Riz, you do not have a natural healthy relationship with that horse of yours. Of course not. You think I have healthy relationship? That would be well, I mean, <laughs> This horse does not listen. I think expecting it to listen and understand you is actually, you know, the first sign of the relationship not being a good one. It's a horse. The first horse did so much better than this. This is ridiculous. Look, I'm not sure we should stick around here too long. Those don't look like they come down naturally. Help me move the cart back so I can blow up these fucking trees. (laughs) I sigh and get down off the the cart and join Riz down by the the downed trees. Okay. Cool. So, Riz and Curla, if you wouldn't mind, make an animal handling check. Animal handling okay. check. To get your horse to, yeah, to walk to walk your cart backwards. It's handle animal, actually. Yes. 16 for me. Alright. You slap the horse. <laughs> Jeez. Poor thing. So, with a 16... In a loving way. With a 16, your horse listens to your commands and just blinks. And just looks at you, and maybe stamps a foot <laughs> once or twice. You're a fucking idiot. You I'm sorry, that. were you talking to me or the horse just then? The horse! I'm not talking... You're wonderful! Shut up! Alright, alright. <laughs> make, make perception checks, please. Aye, aye, Captain. That is a 22 from me. 25 for me. The two of you, even though you're bickering, you still hear the sound of snow crunching nearby. You look around, you look up, and you see that all around you are figures in the snow. What did I say? I said it doesn't look natural. Bloody hell. So what you see are large beasts, humanoid creatures with thick tufts of fur fur on their ankles, shoulders, and wrists, huge tusks, pointed ears... Uh, bulbous noses and a blue skin. Their arms are extra long and end with hooked claws. These beasts are known as ice trolls. They have little beady orange eyes. And it seems that they have set some sort of trap on the road here to stop travelers. And it looks like they're trying to get a meal out of you. Would I know anything about their weaknesses if I rolled uh, Knowledge Nature? Uh, knowledge Dungeon Nature would get you there. I will do the same. Alrighty. As I'm observing them getting closer, I roll a... <laughs> 26 for me. I roll a 6. Yeah, so Curly, you're not sure what their what their specific weaknesses or, or aptitudes are, but Risen, you know that ice trolls uh, are immune to cold, and they are particularly susceptible to heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Right, I, I am not... Shocker. I'm not quite sure what those are, but they do not look friendly. Any any ideas? Any res- chance you have good fire to use? Uh, it depends on whether or not you mind me setting your uh, your your cart there on I fire. I do mind if I you set my fucking house on fire. Yes, I do. Right. Do not do uh, that. What about the horse? <laughs> it will kill you. All right, all right. If you touch horse. Oh, you hate the horse, you love the horse, make up your mind. Look, I can, I can... Uh, I, I do not love it, you just are not allowed to touch it. <laughs> I could probably get those logs burning if you think that would help. Okay. So, as the two of you are talking, the creatures are getting closer and they're going to shout out. And they're going to move to attack. Alright, uh, I've i been waiting for them to get closer, just so you know. Too late to okay. cast Spark, then, I assume, on those logs. Uh, you can do that before combat if you'd like, but... It's not going to do any good. It's... Not a whole lot. It's it's sort of an out of combat really cool. spell. Fair enough. And it's very cold. So fair enough. All right. So I would like the two of you to roll initiative. Aye, aye, Captain. Yes, sir. All right. So as the creatures approach, uh, they are going to move in and try to take some swipes at you as they get closer and closer. So the first one's going to move in and make a. Here we are. Uh, come in and swipe at Curla with a claw. As I check your combat stats. Okay, Curla, you are going to get struck by an ice troll's claw ah! for seven points of damage. It moves in and just does a quick swipe. It it barely catches some of your skin, but it's enough to, to break the skin. Well, that bloody hurt. Yes, it'll kill, kill it. Another one moves up behind Riz mm-hmm. and will swipe at them. Uh, that one's going to miss, so it just swipes at the air. Uh, another one's going to move in, do the same, swiping at Riz. That one is going to strike. So Riz, you are struck for five points of damage as a long arm reaches over the, the wood, these logs that have been stacked over the, the road. It reaches over it and kind of scratches at you. You're struck for where? five points of damage. Where does it hit me? Mm, shoulder, probably. It's where it could okay. reach you. Riz looks at the creature unamused. <laughs> Another one is going to move forward because it seems like there are six of them in total that are attacking you guys. So another one's going to move forward, swipe at you. This one catches you on the arm, Riz, and deals mm-hmm. six damage. Okay. And that takes us to Curla. Right. Can I vault over that yes, down branch? with an acrobatics check. Okay. Yes. I will attempt to vault over that branch, and I will roll acrobatics. And that is an 11. 11. Uh, it's not quite enough, but it's also not bad enough to completely fail and like mess yourself up or anything. So you just sort of scramble a little bit, but you're not able to make purchase on that log. So. <laughs> Fair enough. Alright, I am going then. You might want to step back. <laughs> <laughs> the horse blinks. Seriously, give me some fucking room. <laughs> well, when you put it like that... Well, I've, I've already tried a move action. Now, uh, it failed, so it... you can go ahead and make a five foot. Okay, then I make a five foot step. Okay. There? What is there? I beg your pardon, I make a five foot step to the northeast, placing myself a little bit further back from those two downed logs and towards the right. And stand action I'm... if you have it? Yeah, I... I would like to cast something, if I may. Go for it. All right. I am going to start wiggling my fingers in a very intricate, ridiculous way that really looks as if I'm just excited and got spirit fingers going on, but 
sparks will start flying from them as I target the being that attacked me a moment ago and cast Divine Trident. All right, you create a four-foot-long blazing forked bolt of electricity. It springs forth from your hand. You're able to wield this as if it were a standard trident. Uh, I believe this is just like a weapon. It's treated as if it's a trident. Okay. Interesting. It doesn't actually go out at them then. Okay. So like, I mean, you can throw it if you want to. Oh. But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like a... Yeah. I misunderstood. Oh, damn it. Well, I summoned the trident and now I have no idea what to do with it. Alright, so you have a trident in your hand. It is made of a bolt of electricity and looks really awesome. You know, I've never even tried that spell before, so I'm I'm kind of at a loss now, Riz. I'll have to take her. Uh, I'll have to take. Do not worry, you got out of way. I'll have to take my cues from you. Do not you, worry, I, think. I got this. <laughs> Come at me, bitch! <laughs> All right, that takes us back to the ice trolls here. So another ice troll is going to move in from the west, and it... <gasps> you bitch! What? I'm afraid it's going to hurt my. My wagon. <laughs> <laughs> it moves around to, in an attempt to sort of block off any possible escape route you would have. Okay. All right. And punches your... <laughs> <laughs> Riz, you have initiative. So Riz is going to step back a little bit around the uh, side of the reins mm-hmm. of their horse mm-hmm. next to Curla. Okay. And they rub their hands together, kind of blow into it because they're fucking cold. <laughs> and... <clears throat> They're gonna cast chain lightning. See, yep, I'm perfect. On the middle troll. Okay. And so to do this, I'm gonna just have that there. In the f- oh, actually, I haven't rolled for my spice yet. No. Can I? Can I do that? Because I would. I would like to add spice. You'd like to add spice to the spell? Yeah, I would. All right. What sort of spice would you like to add? Well, let, let me make my roll first, because you, you said I have to roll every day first. Oh, right, right, right. right. Sorry, yeah, we didn't do daily roll. Uh, eight. Eight. Okay, one moment. Okay. Eight it is. Okay. I would like to use two rune points. <laughs> okay. Okay. So you use two runes, and what runes would you like to uh, attach to the spell? I would like to attach Vaz. Both of them? Both of them. All right. So that's an additional 4d6 on top of the normal damage. Mm-hmm. So, cast your spell, and then roll 46. Alright. So, Riz puts up two fingers in the air, and it looks like they're tracing the shape of a tree and drawing in the air little leaves around it. And then behind that tree symbol, they make a zigzag motion as if to imitate lightning. And then they put their hand out forward towards the one they're directing this power at first. Okay. So, arcs of lightning fly forth from your hand, striking the troll that you you targeted initially, and then it rebounds off of that troll, arcing back up into the air, and then arcing back down and hitting all of the other trolls around it as well. So that is going to be... Dang. <laughs> 55 points of damage. So dang. let me go ahead and, and uh, make some reflex saves here. Wow. Okay, so only one succeeded a reflex save. So, okay. let me do the damage here on all of these, then. So it was 56 damage? Sorry, 55 damage? 55, yes. 55? Okay, cool, cool, cool. Alright, well, in that case... <laughs> Alright. So, Riz, your, your lightning bolts cascade back down and obliterate four of the five trolls standing there. 
The only one that survived is the one in the far southeast that scratched at Curla, and it looks heavily, heavily injured from that attack. Okay. Curla just stands there, holding their trident, looking shocked with their jaw kind of on the floor. Uh, the uh, <laughs> the final ice troll turns tail and runs. <laughs> the the one in the northeast that hadn't hadn't even moved yet, but it's going to yeah. turn and just start booking it away. Yeah, that's right. Tell your friends not to mess with us. Or Riz. Just cracking their knuckles and just making sure they didn't hurt any of their fingers. <laughs> uh, the ice troll to the south, the one that survived that barrage of electricity, is going to stumble and turn and try to escape. Goodbye. Curla, you have initiative. Would you like to go after it? Don't worry, I softened it for you. <laughs> oh, thanks very much for that. That makes me feel not at all emasculated. I don't know what that word means. I wouldn't worry about it. I do not. <laughs> I, you know what? I, I just let him, let him go. I think you put the fear of gods That's into it. That's good. All right. Well, in that case, the two ice trolls are going to disappear back into the snowy fields, and the two of you can get to work moving those logs. Oh, I'm just moving my cart so that I can put a rune on there. Oh, okay. In that case, you, I, you take a few minutes and you get the cart moved backward. One moment. And then I'll put an arcane mark on it, just making a little um, swirly symbol on there. And then I'll cast... I'll, I'll, I'll direct... Kurla, step back. You do not want to be near this. Oh, I haven't you shown off enough, shown off enough for one day? Listen. This is easiest way to get out of the way. I am the flashiest, no doubt. They just look at you, and then they make a symbol in the air. Um, hmm. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the trident, just thinking, just in disgust. <laughs> oh, fat lot of good you are. I just throw it into the snow, and it disintegrates in a, a shower of sparkles. Riz just blows a kiss at that symbol and uses runic overload. Okay. So, Curla, the uh, electrical trident, when it sticks into the snow, it is going to sizzle and burn away a bunch of it. So, you know, it, it did something. You, you, you melted some snow with it. I take that snow, you rat bastard. <laughs> was, sorry, was there anything sorry. special visually about the trident, by the way? Like, with your magic? If it had worked, I would be happy to describe it as awesome, but nope. We're, we're, we will never speak of it again. <laughs> <laughs> until right. until next time. Until next time. Next time when I cast it, it will be shiny because I'll know what to do with it. <laughs> Alright, so Riz, you blow a kiss at the rune you set on those logs. Mm -hmm. And you cast Runic Overload that is going to cause a significant amount of damage to those those logs. And they're just going to explode into tiny splinters. Uh, that, honestly, it pretty much just reduces it to sawdust. Both logs completely. Riz is just happily nodding to themselves. See? Road is clear. Easy I peasy. I think you missed a few trees if you want to go back for them as well. I do not kill live trees. That is level. against the rules. Hey, level the forest while you're at it, why don't you? I, I just trail off into mumbles <laughs> as I uh, get back onto the cart. I understand. I'm, I just wanted to check and see if they had money. <laughs> Sadly, the, the trolls are actually nude. They don't even have equipment. Disappointing. <laughs> so, 
as you are climbing back onto your cart, you notice another cart is coming up behind you on the road. It appears to be somewhat disheveled. It's not as nice looking as yours. It's got like patchy magenta paint on it. It, it looks like it might have been a nice carriage at one time, but it just no one's really taking care of it. And uh, it, it just kind of looks frumpy. And it's got, well, it's got a frumpy person driving it, too. Someone who just sort of looks embittered at the world. I fucking love her. Wow. So. <laughs> frumpy? <laughs> I don't know if she looks frumpy. She does have, like, the shiniest Brownie fucking and armor. What, what do you well, think she... it means? <laughs> I think that's more I specific don't... than Frumpy is. Frumpy is just like you look disheveled. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If Vera looks disheveled. She, <clears throat> the her, the cart is disheveled. I mean, that's that's Kyle. But <laughs> what a what a piece of junk and the cart as well. I I don't know if Archie would rather travel outside with the cart or stay in sphere form. I would leave it to him. But if he's outside, then they would notice that as well, obviously. I would have, um, as soon as we get to the snow areas, I would uh, get Chisel out because I know they like the snow. Did you guys, did they hear the explosion as my curiosity? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that carried. Yeah. I'm going to take a moment to flip my hood up to uh, cover as much of my features as I can. All right. So Vera, Levette. Petra, you see two figures in a wagon up ahead. One of them is wearing a hood over their face, and the other one looks strange. Looks strange? Yeah, strange looks strange. How? Well, <clears throat> Levette, you see a mm-hmm. dark-haired human female in their early 30s uh, wearing simple but exotic-looking clothing. Petra... You see an older person with very thin hands, uh, gnarled, skeletal, almost, adorned with loose-fitting rings. Uh, Their ancient face is weathered and cragged from surviving numerous cold winters, and they have a hunched back, but yet they move with an unnatural speed. And Vera, you see an elf with dark tan skin from traveling in the sun. They have spiritual or mystical tattoos covering most of their body and they're also using uh, like a dark shade of makeup and lipstick (laughs) this is fun two questions Mm -hmm. Uh, how old do you say the person I saw was Uh, early 30s human female dark hair how old is Rella probably early 20s okay that's what I thought I figured Rella's younger than that but you can never tell for portraits for sure yeah no like Rella's like fresh out of university right hearing the explosion Petra riding chisel would trot over towards the carriage towards the old looking woman and and say is everything okay here we heard a horrible noise oh yes that was me I just exploded some fucking trees they were dead do not worry uh, Riz is looking you up and down and seems to be looking at your god symbols that are embellishing your outfit everywhere. Oh, yes. Also, could I get a perception check from Petra, Levette, and Vera? Okay. For sure. Thank you. 21. Okay. That's a 21. Okay. And Levette? No, none from Archibald. No, not one from... I, I had a call that I wanted it. I know, but he's good at it, not bad. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so it's okay. okay. All right. So, Petravian and Vera, you notice that this wagon up ahead of you, 
Uh, it's very interesting. It is ornately painted. Uh, in fact, I think I have a... Yeah, I do. Okay, you see an ornately painted wagon uh, that these people are, are driving. One thing that's particularly strange about it is that all along these rails around it are painted and etched different symbols that you recognize. Uh, they're symbols of, of divine beings, uh, gods. Huh. And it appears that pretty much every god is represented somewhere or another on this cart. Huh. Well, at least of the major gods. Sadly, Mellifera does not appear on this cart. Yeah, garbage. <laughs> um, question. Could Petra roll a knowledge religion to see if that, essentially the presence of all these different runes might indicate uh, who or what this person might be? Yeah, go for it. Knowledge okay. religion. A knowledge religion. Let's see if I do this. Okay. Hey, 24. So what you've what you've gathered is that whoever owns and lives in this cart is most likely a polytheist. So someone who worships and venerates more than one god. Huh. As quietly as I can, I clamber down from the the left side of the cart. So I'm now on the opposite side of the cart from Riz and I kind of warily look at the the other three, but I'm keeping my distance. All right. Do, do you all have issue? But I mean, there is a fucking cart in our way. Vera, are you are you moving? Is the road clear? No, it doesn't look like it. They're it is, ignoring you. They're just getting back on their cart. What was the explosion? <laughs> that was me. I did that. Are you okay? They they just per, like <laughs> gesture to themselves. Yes, obviously. Okay. Huh. And then they get back on the cart. Come on, Carla. These are weird individuals. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold Carla. on. How did you... How did you handle these trolls? Oh, boy, Petra's harassing oh. these people, isn't he? Electricity. How would you have done it? It was easy. Can I go now? Hold on. <laughs> we wait. What do you mean, hold on? Who are you to waylay us? Why don't you mind your own business? Well, you seem like you know what you're doing. And like you, you could probably handle. Obviously, you can handle this yourself in combat. We may, we may have use for you. Have use for us? Excuse me. <laughs> have use for us? Uh, yes, use. What All the right. fuck? Levette's gonna get out of the cart. You might want to keep a civil tongue in your head. Is that yours? Restrain him, please. Archie is going to follow Levette. Uh, Riz and Curla, you see an enormous metal man. Step out of a carriage. What the bloody hell is that supposed to be? What? Don't worry, I can handle this. Excuse Vera. me. I know you can, but you still don't see something like that every day. Vera leans back and puts both their feet on top of like the head of the cart, just <laughs> just laying back, just watching what's happening. Carla has moved up to the the back of the uh, cart. First of all, nobody is handling Alti. Like, trust me on this. Second of all. Like, now whatever this one says, he has a... It's a very unfortunate. He has this sort of disorder where he says things that don't make sense. It's really... Un it's uh, tragic, really. He's uh, threatened almost all of his friends at some point. So... Uh, I can tell are you... Are you sure they're our friends, then? <sighs> we do our best. 
you know, somebody's got to look out for the big guy. I'm sorry, I... Riz instinctively looks at Archie as the big guy. Archie, uh, Archie turns and looks at Riz. Hello, I am Archibald. You, Hello, Archibald. You look like Lovett's mother. What? No. This, I'm a Mazel is, is in Does you look the same as we are closer? No. Yeah, no, this what you look okay, like. Then, yeah, like no, I, I read sure. it out before. Hold on. Uh... Uh, da, da, da. yeah, no, for Levette, yeah, dark, dark-haired, uh, human, female, early thirties. No, my mammal's not a uh, human, actually. Riz is smirking. Uh, Petrick says, uh, Archie, Levette's mother does not look like an old crone. Excuse? All right, okay. That is very impolite, uh, Petra. Humans age at different rate. You're wonderful. Thank you. I've been given all sorts of comments before. Never quite looked like someone's mother, per se, so specifically. That one interests me. Why does that interest you? Because it is different. Well, okay, that's fair. Uh... Could I, uh, could Kola do a, a sense motive just to see, get a, a vibe for these newcomers and see if they're... Vibe check? Yeah, let's me first. Let's, do vibe, me first. Yeah, let's vibe check each other. Let's, let's vibe check each other. Alright, I'm gonna roll a sense motive. That is a 22. I mean, they don't seem like murderously dangerous, but they're definitely dangerous. And they're just rude. Yeah, they're rude. Got it. Yeah, well, three right. of them are. Speaking of which... Uh, maybe four of them if you count, if you count the elk. But the one in the back doesn't seem rude. Um, so since we have kind of taken up your time, I at least owe you an in uh, introduction. Uh, or you could give me money instead. I take that much easier. I haven't taken up that much of your time yet. Although if you are No, you have. This is my business. And they point to the cart as if you should know. Uh, well, if you are interested in uh, some sort of martial endeavors, then we would be, be capable of paying for that. I'm not sure you can really? afford Riz's rights. Oh, yes. Talk about them. Yes, tell me money. Go. I love this conversation. <laughs> Why are you looking? Is it the price point? Oh, I, 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 I can say no. That is the fun part. Well, you, you don't... Why are you starting lights? Let's see. Riz just looks at Kurla as if they know what they were talking about. I'm sorry? Go, go and tell them. Tell them my rights. Tell them how much I cost. I mean, if it costs a soul, it's a little expensive. Riz looks at you I... very concerned. You you worship Eden, yes? Yes. You have Eden all over you. Yes. What the fuck? What, why would you say something like that? Owing a soul? What the fuck? <laughs> Curla has, has finished working out the, the sums on their fingers. Right, so it, it depends on exactly what the, the nature of the work is, but I think we can probably start somewhere around 100 gold an hour. Oh, I was going to see 100 platinum. Oh. <laughs> oh, you seem fine. You're not that good. I will find some ways. Okay, goodbye. And they just start walking away. Alright, so it's right about at that point. Riz, you have a strange sensation bubble up from deep inside you, and I'm going to put you into a secret room. <gasps> okay. 
as you climb back onto your Vardo, you are overcome with a vision. Normally you would have to be consulting your, your crystal ball or focusing your powers for something like this to happen, but this seems to come up all on its own. But you definitely recognize the feeling. This is definitely, you know, you consulting the fates. Except this time the fates are consulting you. They're reaching out to you and sending you a message. You see a road, and you're traveling along that road. And you see other people, and they, you pass by them, and they're inconsequential. You move through life, and things are quiet. Things are calm. Things are predictable. And as you're traveling, you suddenly run into another group of people. You see... Well, you see the three people that you just ran into. You see Petravian, Vera, and Levette. And behind them, you see nothingness. And as soon as they cross paths with you, your paths, like everywhere around you, becomes ash and dust. You see, you have no, you have no path forward. You, you look, and if you step off of this path, there is nothing. The only path that exists is the one that they're heading down. Okay, that's really fucking scary. Yeah. Something is seriously, seriously fucked about all this. Like, it's as if they just took away your freedom of choice to, to some degree. Like, they they just came in and any anything other than the way they're going is doomed. Like... Like, the world just doesn't exist over there anymore. Alright. Like, you could... You don't know what... You don't know exactly what this means. But I know what I need to do, at least. For now. For now. Until you... Do I get a feeling of who sent this to me? Yes. But you're having trouble putting a name to it. It's a, it's a feeling. It's someone familiar. Someone that you've... You should know, but you can't quite remember. Someone, okay. it's someone from your past sent this to you. Okay. Interesting. All right. Well, if that is how it needs to be, Riz just walks back to the group. Actually, I changed my mind. I will take one gold a day. <laughs> I look at Riz and um, just again the jaw is dropped. Riz, are you feeling all right? One gold a day, that's a little bit low, don't you think? That's more than most farmers make in a lifetime. I... I... I Rez, love, I, I, I'm not sure you want to do this. We don't know these people. I have no choice. <laughs> we also don't quite know what their prejudices might be, if you'd catch my drift. Prejudices? If anyone, if you are prejudiced, then we don't want you. I, I that is not much what they are worried about. What do you mean? If you have, if you have any placid platyuses, and a kind of side eye Vera a little bit as I say that, then I'm not really interested. It's not us. We keep saying, "Geez, do you what? ever listen, or do you only talk out mouth?" Well, we, well, I'm, well, that stands for the group in general. So if you are concerned with any placid prejudices amongst us, and not tolerating, how about this? I accept this. It seems like a fine rate for a mercenary. Kurla hmm. yeah. takes two gold a day. <laughs> and seeing as how no one else in any of the cities have really met our standards, and I look around the side of the other cart and just see these like dead 
<laughs> trolls. Mm -hmm. A lot of dead trolls. Wonderful. Alright, well, if you can just sign here, each of you, please. I do not do contracts. I'm not signing anything. The Riz is nodding. Well, an odd agreement is also binding. So this, we'll oh. just call it up. And I'll I'll flip each of them a gold, so I'll deduct three gold and... I mean, flip Rizan two, or one, and flip Carla. I, I just let it drop into the snow in front of me. I'm not Riz. taking any of your money until you tell us what's going on, what the job is supposed to be. Riz picks it up right away. <laughs> uh, it's honestly just a just a go somewhere and pick something up. We just wanted to make we just wanted some extra security. Royce, just a just a go somewhere and pick something up that you need extra yeah, security for. The... Extra security of the kind that does this. And I, I gesture broadly at the in my the hand. dead bodies. Oh, <laughs> I was just looking at the gold so excitedly. Uh, Petra Petra puts his puts the hammer on his belt. Yeah, pretty much. Um, Hello. I, can uh, hmm. can I do another sense motive? Yeah, absolutely. Also, uh, Lovette, go ahead and reduce the money by the amount you tossed over, and Riz add the money for the aye, aye. amount that you just received. That is a nineteen from me on the sense motive. Alright. How, how, I, I guess I'm trying to discern how truthful they're being about the danger, the potential dangers of this quest there. That's a good question. Uh, well, uh, I, I look over to Vera. Uh, death is a possibility? I mean, we were warned about the dangers. People have gone missing trying to get the item we're looking for. So, we're getting to one of the islands in this part. Don't know which one yet. We have to find that out. You're going to travel towards more towns, yes? Yes. I am happy. <laughs> Dealing with people is my joke. They're just clapping happily. <laughs> mm -hmm. I I kind of turn a little bit towards Riz and, and lower my voice. Riz, are you really sure we should trust these people? I literally have no choice. We have to do this. <sighs> a big sigh from Curla, and I... I hold my hands up to my hood and I just throw it back. Uh, and is this a good time for me to describe what yeah, please. folks see? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, Curla has some, some interestingly distinctive features. Uh, they are extremely... that Their face is very sunken and gaunt, uh, but they have these two fangs protruding from either side of their mouth and a pointed right ear that's visible uh, with shaved hair on that side of their face and then long hair falling down and obscuring their other ear. But the the pointed ear and the, the fangs are pretty strong indicators that what you've got in front of you is a half-orc. They have extremely pale skin, uh, very dark eye uh, skin surrounding their eyes. You're not sure if that's a racial trait or if that's makeup or damage. Piercing blue eyes... Uh, and a very high-collared tunic underneath their their robe uh, that that covers most of their neck. It's got a kind of an ecclesiastical feel to it, uh, but they're looking at you with very distrustful pale blue eyes, uh, as if anticipating the worst possible response to this reveal, because it's what they're used to getting. I'll say, with because of the weather, Vera probably has her hood up right now, so she currently looks like most likely a human. Uh, well, that is like 
I don't know, zoned out's the word. She, she's got like a thousand yard stare, but it's not at any of the, like, the tooth or the ear or anything. It's actually just the haircut is like giving her like flashbacks. I should also mention that of the fangs, one of them is capped in gold. The other one is snapped off, snapped in half. So before we get back on the road, huh? what? can we at least know what you two can do? Riz gestures at the trolls. Me. <laughs> I could do that. Alright. Curlis, the one that's getting paid more. <laughs> Curlis just kind of looking taken aback that there hasn't been any real negativity thrown their way yet. So that they're, they're they're a little bit off when they say, Well, if the worst comes to the worst, I can apparently summon a trident for you. Can you sell the trident? Yeah, that would be useful. That is a good idea. Well, can you sell it? <laughs> If I could sell it, I would have done by now, just to keep you quiet. You, you like your money almost more than you like your horse. No! I do not like horse, then. <laughs> Shut up, you asshole! You did not listen to me earlier. You like your money a lot more than you like your horse. Yes. <laughs> Halen! Halen is my specialty for the most part, if you need to know what I can do. Hmm. That is actually quite useful. We don't have any of that here. I look... Oh, I guess. And I look at Petra. I mean, I guess you can... if you're standing next to me, but... Do, you have, do I have to be standing next to you for you to heal me? I gotta be able to touch you. Vera was talking to Curly. Yeah, I was pointing at Curly. Oh. You can't see that because I do not have a camera. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on what exactly that type of healing I'm doing is, but... I've got a few tricks up my sleeves. The further away people are, the better. <laughs> That's entirely what I was thinking before you lot turned up. Agreed. I'm okay with a bunch of imports. What suits me? For introductions, my name is Rizin. Rizin? Yes, I am a traveling fortune teller. Would any of you like to buy a fortune? Or find out where your family members are? I can also do this. Curler is just (laughs) rolling their eyes like you wouldn't believe. You can find members of our family. Um, fairly new. Yes, I would like to hire people that. Hmm? What? Everyone was talking. It was loud. But it is. Well, You're my, quiet, small one. My name is Lopez Inelis Mugini Bodwan, and uh, I may indeed hire you on that later matter. Ah, Please. wonderful. I do have some relatives I would like to locate. Oh, should be very easy, actually, for me. Just one a day now. That's all I need. Wonderful. Does anyone else need to find people? No, I'm... Hopefully a blood relation. <laughs> no, I'm fairly no. certain I know where every, all my blood relations are. Wouldn't mind knowing my fortune at some point, but... Little light on the coin. Can do that later! But it is getting dark, no? We should get to town. Yes? Well, they, can, they can have my name when I have the rest of theirs. <sighs> Vera is also looking a bit, like, suspiciously at <laughs> Riz. And... She'll just stand up and say, You can call me Vera Vespit, the High Druid of the of the Temple of Mellifera. I'm not going to use full title. That is too much for my tongue. Just Vera. Okay. Royce, Vera. Got it. And I motion to Petra. My name is... And this is Petra. <laughs> <sighs> my name is... Hello, Petra. My name is Petrivian Kalinius, but you, yes, you may call me Petra. Oh, I like Kelly. Curly. <laughs> K- Kelly. Kelly? 
Kaylee. Kaylee. That's an interesting name. I like you, Kaylee. Hmm. You need to work on niceness, though. You little scary. And that big metal bloke in the back, what's that called when it's at home? I am Archibald. It is a pleasure to meet you. It is a pleasure to meet you, Archibald. Would you like fortune? Yes, I would. We will do that when we camp for night, yes. I promise to give you good one. You both look very interesting. You said I look like this one's mother, yes? yes? And that one has green skin. <laughs> good job, yes. <laughs> You're very smart, tall man. Thank you. You're welcome. I, I bend down and grab the uh, the couple of gold pieces from... Oh, no, that's already... <laughs> oh, I beg your pardon. I thought you only pocketed yours. No. No, no, no. no. I took them. So, I look down at the ground is... as if to, you know, begin to pick it up and then realize, oh, right. Rez. I already got to them. I'm I'm Curler. The name's Curler. I use they, them. Is that going to be a problem with any of you? Absolutely not. Right. Oh, I also use these, yes. Ah. So, does uh, the cart move, or...? Sometimes. No, it just sits there on its wheels with its horse not moving. <laughs> I mean, that's what I've seen. Shut up, you asshole! There's no need for back talk. We need to go. Carla, get on cart. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Alright. Keep yeah, your shirt bitch. on. What? Keep your shirt on. That is highly inappropriate. What? Do not talk about my clothing being removed. I, oh. Please. It's a figure of speech. Believe me, I don't... I do not appreciate it from uh, this world. Believe me, I don't want you removing your clothing at all. I, I just trail off. I look at Lovett. These people are full of shit. Yeah, she's actually going to hop up next to Vera. Nah, they should... Oh, why is it suddenly weird enough for us? I'd say. It's kind of well, a thing. Oh, we're pretty close to the islands already, so... Won't be... The longest journey, hopefully. Yeah, this, oh, this peculiar. I am not. I'm suspicious about this sudden change of health from the human one. But uh, which one? The human. The uh, listen. There was a elf and there was a half orc. There's a human and a half orc. Are you a fool as well? But maybe we'll see what half did. You realize that humans don't have pointy ears, right? I mean, I saw. Normally, rounded ears. I shouldn't say normal. It's not normal to me. I spent too much time in here. Vera rolls her eyes like, I can't believe Lovett would think <laughs> this. <laughs> this is strange. I feel like my my radar is off. Sorry, it's a gnomish phrase. I'm sure you don't understand. You know, Lovett, you usually seem to have a hard time with your eyes. Maybe, can't you invent, like, some kind of bifocals or something? <laughs> Do you not use that eye? That's... I, I, I'm... Or is if, you have, really? if you have something you have to say, Val, I'll just say it. What? I'm just saying it. You seem to have a no, hard time seeing it. No, you sound like you're dancing around something. That may I'm just concerned. Why? Why? Do you have a funny way of showing it? I'm not very concerned, but... Yeah, I know. <laughs> it, it could be an issue for you. You know? I mean, it won't be an issue. I, I don't miss... Like, man... No, no, no. Now that you mention that, I do miss some things. It seems like they're right there. Vera points at Levet, like, see? Well, where are we going to find an optomy place in this battle as well? 
<laughs> Meanwhile, I, up front, I'm turning to, to Riz. Oi, what was that little turn of yours about? You look like you zoned out uh, there for a few seconds. You all right? Uh, I had a bit of a vision. A vision? Right. Yes. You're going to tell me what it said, aside from team up with this bunch it, of weirdos? It, it, visions don't exactly tell me things. They, they show me things. They show visuals. And that one was more like none of my paths were good unless I went with them. That's a... So I have to. That's rather worrying, Rez. Yes, isn't it? That is why I change. Yeah. Yes. Anything <laughs> that can threaten you is a bit of a problem. Uh, I hate to say it, but it might actually be useful to having those three behind us. Oh, those four behind yes. us. Like, miscounted. Uh, I like the yellow one. That one is cute. <laughs> Aye. You're probably the most smartest one of the lot as well. Based on first impressions. <laughs> no. Yep. Well, I haven't talked to the deer yet. But that one might be smartest. You and your horses and the... Oh, I suppose. You're going to let the deer talk to the horse? No, I do not want anything near horse. You are one exception currently. And you are quite worried about me to start with. You didn't want to be going anywhere near him. Yes, Any? well, now you're sitting up front. Yay! Uh, progress, isn't it? Look, shall we get this show on the road? Yes. Yeah. And I roll a 22 for my handle animal check in hopes that my horse okay. looking Your horse stands there for a few seconds longer than you think that he should. But then he finally starts to, to <laughs> walk forward and pull the cart. <laughs> okay. I swear. Lousiest horse. Most annoying. It's like our setups are opposites. We have four brilliant horses <laughs> and a shitty cart. You have a brilliant cart. With a shitty-ass single horse. Do not talk about horse. Don't even breathe in its direction. I try not to even look at it. <laughs> yeah. So All we're right. moving. Onwards. So the two carts continue down the snowy road, and you eventually arrive in the town of Bitter Landing. It's what you would consider a medium-sized town for this nation. Mm. Populations in the high hundreds. It's getting to nightfall, and... There are lamps lit throughout all of this town, illuminating the street in a amber light. As we roll into town, I instinctively throw my hood back up. Yes, that would be safe. Make sure to stay close to me. I will hurt the ones who try to hurt. I appreciate uh, that. Yes. Petra, as we're uh, riding along, Petra rides up to the next to the cart, next to Riz, and says... I saw you were having a difficulty with your horse. Do not look at horse. <laughs> I won't look at your horse. But if you ever need, if you ever need a hand with them, I will. I... No, do not touch horse either. Word to the wise, mate. You really don't want to get them started on the horse thing. Just, just leave it, mate. <laughs> oh, look what, look exactly. what you've done. You've startled it now. <laughs> now it'll never start again. <laughs> You know how many fucking carrots we have to go through just to get it started in the morning? Riz just looks over at you like, are you insulting my fucking horse? Of course I'm not insulting the horse. I'm insulting the git who's insult. Oh, never mind. I appreciate uh, help. Yes. Do not touch fucking horse, uh, Casey. Never without permission. Good. I want to talk to you later, by the way. I have some questions. I potentially have answers. Good. Then we are equal, on equal terms. Yay! So fun. You can go with group now. Back there. Go, go. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, Petra 
uh, pulls the reins on Chisel, and we head back towards the other carriage. Uh, Did you find out why they're moving so fucking slow? Uh, their horse is underpowered. Meanwhile, I turn to, to Riz. I've got a silly question for you, Riz. Just between us, you could take... You could take them, right? You know, if worse came to worst and we had to, to put up a little bit of a fight with them. <laughs> but you couldn't take them in a fight. Mm, maybe one or two. Not all of them together. Not by self. Right. Well, thank you. That's very reassuring. Yeah, they'd probably kill me. It would be funny. <laughs> you know that thing we talked about where you stop a good sentence or two before, you know, you're finished? Yes. Yeah. You've you got to keep working on that one, please. Eh, I have been leaving for a long time. It is fine. <laughs> but I will try for you. Thank you. Okay? I appreciate that. I'll try and be a bit more respectful of your horse. I do, yeah. I do like him. Riz takes out a sugar cube out of their pocket. <laughs> this is for you. <laughs> for, sorry, for me or the horse? <laughs> no, no, for you. <laughs> for Carla. Here you go. Thank you for being so understanding. Curla looks very confused and might be blushing slightly as they lean their head down and nibble the sugar cube <laughs> off your hand. <laughs> I, I was hoping you'd do that! <laughs> Riz just looks so fucking confused when your head goes back up. What the? Just grab it with your fingers. Are they broken? What, what did that trident do to you? What the fuck? <laughs> I, th- I thought that's what you... We've already got to work on our communication skills here. I was just giving you candy! Bloody hell. Look, shall we just get a move on? Because this is getting uh, weirder and weirder. Yes, yes, it is. Good sugar it's cube, though. Thanks very much for that. You're welcome. Whenever you are good, I give you three. Oh, it's fun, yes. Oh, for <laughs> the love of... Yeah. <laughs> I feel bad every time Petal goes up there. I feel like we should do something about that. I don't know, I, I don't want to take a little but he, I'm worried he's going to threaten me. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it. okay. He hasn't threatened most of the people in the hive, so... He hasn't? Oh, he's getting a little... Why is he getting along with them? I think it's a thing of affection for him. Well, I, it could also be the fact that before he was just coming from basically just working with the Edenites and... Now he's loosened up, maybe? Is that the term? I sure hope so. Because <laughs> this is some fucked up stuff back in this day. I don't want him to be saying that stuff to these people that are decimating trolls. Are you... Is it, would it be a big setback if we lost him for your hive? It wouldn't be right to do that. He's helped a lot. I'm not saying we should throw him to the worries. I'm just saying if, if it's not a big set back we could we we can just let him no. do whatever he does well i mean it, what he does is his own volition but he's done enough where he's earned enough respect all right okay good thank you <laughs> right, so the two carts <laughs> i got so your the, back the baby carts, Buddy. <laughs> the two carts enter the town of bitter landing like I said, the, the lamps here are lit, and it's cast in town into a, a, a warm amber light. And most people have already taken their business indoors, as it becomes very cold here after the sun goes down. Well, I assume that we will find a place right. to put our carts. Are there any there people There are a few, but like I said, most people are already indoors. I'll try in the morning. So, I'll just park my 
my Varda somewhere. All right. So you are able to find a couple places where it looks like the town just has an area where wagons can can just stop, like, and park for free, basically. Mm -hmm. There's a little town common for that very purpose. And there is an area in the town common there that's lit up quite nicely, more so than other town, other buildings. Uh, this building has a sign on it called, simply called The Warren, and it has lots of lights in the front. It appears to be a tavern or inn of some kind. It's just like the old days, huh? guess so. Staying in taverns. I mean, you don't do that anymore? I've, I have too many places to sleep at this point. I don't get a lot of sleeping done in any of them, so... No, not really. Why, you stay in taverns? Well, I mean, we make a, quite a few visits to different towns, including towns on the long road. Well, I guess I am putting in some side work, I do. It is kind of like that. But we don't need to talk about that. Oh, sometimes Actually. it's more Petravian staying at the end, because I can just, you know, go to the temple. Speaking of which, two two questions mm -hmm. for DM. One, are there any any known postings, bounties in this town that I would know about that I could check up on or around this area? And if not, is there any like place that they things like that would be posted around here that I could see if there's anything any work uh, to be you done? You don't see any posted around. You don't know of, okay. of any organized uh, office in this town for that stuff either. This is not this is not really a okay. huge town or or even large place. There's only like I said, it's in the high hundreds, so it's it's a big town, but it's that's not a I, city by any stretch. Right. Well, that's why I thought maybe they would rely on alternative mm -hmm. law enforcement. Could I do a perception check for sort of the surrounding area and whether or not I see any, in particular, any notices pertaining to the boat schedule and when they might be next leave? Uh, yeah, yeah, you can do that. That's a 21. Okay. You are able to find a ferry company essentially a like a boat service that looks like you can charter out ships now their office is closed for business for the day but it does look like that there's at least one or two businesses that you'd be able to hire a boat right so i i guess i i head back and rejoin the rest of the group so we're we're it looks like we might be in for the night all right not a problem, yes, Carla? Oi, I suppose not. I, you know how I get about strange tones that I don't know anyone in? It's... Do not worry. I have plenty of spell for, you know. <laughs> and Riz will wink at you uh, and just direct their head towards their cart. What is... So do you have a place to stay, the two of you? Yes, we do. Okay. Well, then we'll probably be staying at this place because I'm not going to stay in the wasp cart. Mm-hmm, mm -hmm. Wait, but it looks so nice and comfy. Oh, don't oh yeah, very welcoming. I think there's a blanket I... in one of the boxes. <laughs> is it is it located by any of the bones? What bones? Oh, you mean where we store bones once? <laughs> I think you might have missed a couple. I definitely didn't miss any bones. Okay, well, then we said something else dying now. That's not good either. Hmm. You all seem very concerning. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> this is fun conversation. Yes. Right. So fun, I think it's time that we uh, retired for the night. I am going to go to tavern to get food to keep I, for you. Ah, I, uh, right, right. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. I, I look over at the, the, the tavern. It was at mm -hmm. the Warren? You could yeah, it's called the Warren. 
are we are we sure the the Warren is a is a tavern? Because uh, with a name like that, I don't I don't know what kind of tone this is, but it sounds to me a little bit like a a, a place of ill repute. If you catch my drift, Warren Devon. It's it sounds about the same, depending on what language you are using. So yeah. <laughs> are you worried about getting pushed around? I mean, for two gold a day, I suppose is is that's what we paid for, but. I'll explain it to you when you're older. Mm-hmm. Maybe a little bigger. They don't get taller. That one is a adult. Just so you know. Yes, that is... That's a... You've not dealt with many gnomes, no? Oh, let me tell you. They are funny. <laughs> well, it's... Give Risen a look, like, irritated, but also, like, you're not wrong. <laughs> They tell very weird jokes, depending on the area, of course. I do not know this place well enough to know how the gnomes are, but you know. <laughs> I look at Petravian and just kind of notch my head over towards the tavern, the warren. Like, let's go in. Riz follows behind. I, let's go get a drink. I slink along at the very back, muttering under my breath in gnomish. Yes, thank you for educating me there. Alright, so Vera, you swing the door open and the Warren is a, what you would consider a raucous tavern. It's warm inside. That's the first thing you notice, is that the, the, the hearth burning in there is extra hot, so it immediately cuts through the cold of what you of where you were standing. The inside is filled with people and it appears that the drink is flowing quite freely that night. Uh, you see behind the bar is a broad-shouldered woman wearing a ornate seal skin uh, wrapped around her with like, the seal's head like mounted over one of her shoulders. And she is uh, currently cleaning a glass, as, you know, all barkeeps do all the time. <laughs> Forever. She gives you a simple nod um... as the lot of you enter. Vera's going to approach the counter first. And it's going to talk to this uh, woman. A uh, question. Do you by any chance have a library here or maybe someone who is well-learned in the area's history? What language are you speaking? Ooh. <laughs> That'd be Villish, because it wouldn't be Sylvan. It's always fun to get out of Ville, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're not talking... She does not seem like she... Uh, Riz goes up. Excuse me, beautiful one. <laughs> Would it be a, a knowledge local check as to which language they're speaking? Yeah. No, you're fine. Yeah. So that, that'd be fine. Um, yeah, I'll take that. That is a 21 yeah. from me. So they speak Silloways here. Uh, I speak Sylvan. That's kind of close. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's close, right? I speak just enough Silhouettes to know that I can't understand Silhouettes. <laughs> so, luckily, the proprietor of this establishment is used to t having, you know, some folks from out of town here. So she's capable of speaking a couple other languages. So she starts to rotate through. She says something else. Um, it sounds like it's... The, the initial language she speaks has a lot of staccato to it. It's, it's shorter syllable sounds... Uh, that kind of like move into one another, but none of you speak Celoese. So after that, she she. Well, don't I understand oh, her? Yeah, you would. Yeah, you would. Yeah. 
So if you want to stop her there, you can. No, I'll, okay. I'll just let her so go. So after through. that, she's going to speak in like a, a more guttural language, something that seems to be more consonant heavy. Uh, if anyone here speaks Muscovan, you can understand this. Oh, this is the one that sounds like me. It's funny. <laughs> so after a few seconds of this, uh, she'll switch over to another one that sounds a little more flowery, but still consonant heavy. And uh, this one's Vatran. If anyone speaks Vatran, you can understand that. Ooh. Carla mm-hmm, mm-hmm. speaks Vatran. Blank, <laughs> blank stares from Vera. Yeah, nothing like being in a different language group area of the world. Riz I mean, has just been nodding to every single like. It, it looks like the the bar keeps getting like a little, just a little bit annoyed that they've had to go through three languages and basically still no one's really responding. Oh, I was trying to have it so that you could talk to them. Uh, I do not actually know where they are from. <laughs> go ahead, no, go ahead. I pipe up in in Vatran. I uh, apologies. We're we're dumb foreigners. What can I, what can we say? Okay, so in that case, she'll respond in Vatran. Ah, it's quite all right. We get all kinds here. The name's Imnek. Welcome to the Warren. Nice to meet you, Imnek. Charmed. What does that mean? What does Imnek mean? Can I, I um, hope you both say it. Can I see what race this person is? Sure. What check? Uh, perception. It's a 23. 23? Uh, I mean, they look human. Didn't I, I, did, did I say that when you came in? Yeah, I know they look human. Okay. There, there's a small detail that piqued my interest. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. Huh. They may be actually a seal. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I was thinking something else, that's actually, a, but it does have to do with seals. That's, a, that's an interesting thing that you would point out. That's strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder why. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Fuck you. <laughs> oh, well, I didn't get a good enough perception. Oh, you got a pl- plenty fine perception. They just appear human. Oh, no, I think I fucking rolled a three. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, okay. In that case, yeah, it was garbage. <laughs> what um, what language was... have we been speaking amongst ourselves up to this point? That's a good question. It's an excellent question. <laughs> <sighs> Boy. I've been fine. Uh, Elvin, Protean, Sylvan, Villish. That is Petra's vocabulary. And Villish is common? No. Oh. It's just from Vil. Unfortunately, there is no actual common. Yeah. Okay, that's, I think, what I... Yeah, if you want to trade out common for village, that's fine. That's that's what I thought that... Yeah. We are looking for food. Vera, what did you want to ask this person? I need to know if there's someone or some place I can find out more information mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about the area. Mm-hmm. Spe- specifically, those islands. Uh, this person here <laughs> needs information about islands and needs person who knows area. Hmm. Well... The islands, one of them is, well, she thinks for a moment. There is Takatna and Tianek on the West Island. Many people live there. Perhaps 2,000 in all. It's a, a hard place to live. The sheets of ice there are very thick. But it has good hunting sometimes. Risen relays this information to Vera. Beauty. Those two islands, you said, what, Tikatna? Uh, yeah, so there's a, there, yeah, so what she'll explain is, and she'll explain that the West Island has two towns on it, uh, Tikatna and Tionek, and those are, you know, me, small to medium settlements, maybe 2,000 people total that live on the entire island, so it's very sparsely populated, 
Um, and it's kind of a hard scrabble place. The people that come there are sort of regarded as being very, very tough, I guess is the way to put it. Uh, but they're also seen as being like less sophisticated than mainlanders. Now, the East Island, uh, there is a ruin there called the Ruins of Golcana. It was an old colony that was destroyed generations ago. And the entire island is considered to be cursed. So, no one goes there. <laughs> Guess where that we're going. sounds like the more likely of the two, doesn't it? That sounds exciting, yes. So it's cursed AF? That, I mean, <laughs> yeah. So Imnek will give you like some basic Selaway history uh, as far as like what's known. Because the Selaway's people aren't exactly much for writing shit down. Uh, they, they basically have an oral history. So if you ask for a library, which I think you did before, uh, Imnek's going to kind of laugh and say that that's not the way they do things around here. We don't believe in books. Basically, yeah. That's that's actually the case. The Selaways don't really believe in books. That's right. I wouldn't be able to read it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you wouldn't be able to read it anyway. Risen is relaying all of this information to you whenever um, she finishes talking. And that is date. Also, books are bullshit or something? I believe that is how to translate to you. (laughs) So, and Vera looks back at the rest of the party. So it sounds like we're going to be going to the second island. Is that? I oh, mean, you can cut the pretty cast one. That sounds like fun. It sounds the most fun. sketch, but does what? that necessarily mean that it's where we need to go? What are you looking for? A circlet. Hmm. I did not take you for one who looked for jewelry. Oh, it's not for me per se. Oh, you have someone you like, yes? It's for her sister. That's right. It's for my sister. <gasps> That is even more pure. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Uh, like, every time that you touch Vera, <laughs> it's like, no. Yeah. Alright. Let us get food. <laughs> Hello, we would like table and get food. Uh, anything left over as well would be great. And any sort of carrots you might have, if you have carrots. I do not know if they grow down here. Yes. Okay. So Imnik will take your order and... You know, get some food going for all of you. In uh, Vatran, I'll add um, a table in the corner if you have it, please. She'll nod, and one of the other serving staff will lead you guys to the corner, clear off some area for you, and seat you all comfortably there. The chairs and tables appear to be made out of like secondhand barrels and crates from shipping containers. So I'm going to toss our server a silver tip. All right. The server will take it and uh, say something to you in Seloise. Does it seem? Does it seem? Pl- all right, it seemed well, pleasant. I'm make that it seemed pleasant. Okay, I didn't know if this was like Japan where I just insulted him. <laughs> so the the server will respond in Seloise and say something like, uh, "Short." Essentially, you gave a silver, and then the response was "Short winter." Riz nods to that. <laughs> okay. Which. Yeah, it's it's it, that's what it directly translates to. Well, we're going to have wonderful dinner tonight. We'll have comfy sleeping. All good. Yes. So, is there anything we should get to know about the two of you before we throw ourselves in danger together? Hmm, same for you as well. Do you have a problem with gnomes? What the fuck is with everyone with, like, do you have a problem with my race? I didn't think it was an issue, and then it brought up earlier. 
I just see that your race is. No, not by you. You are fine, my dear. Oh, oh. Ah, that's okay. I understand now. Okay, <laughs> Carla, tell 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 why why you think gnomes. <laughs> Carla just uh, sighs deeply and then addresses them in in gnomish and says, "I apologize. New towns just give me the creeps and they set me on edge a little bit. I've got nothing against you or your people." As long as you've got nothing against oh, I... me, we're we're set, you and I. Bruce is just nodding along with the conversation. Apology accepted. I just want to make sure that it's not a normal thing. It's gonna be tiresome. I hear you on that. Inappropriate of me. It won't happen again. Eh, no eyes. I'll go back to speaking whatever we all speak. Well, we all speak village, sounds like. And we also all speak Sylvan. <laughs> Mm-hmm, Again, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. do do we all speak yeah, Elvin? I speak, yeah, I speak Elvin. Elvish, whatever, whatever the the correct word. Does anyone is. here not speak Elvin? That's Elvish. that's more of an important question. Does anybody speak Protean? Yes. 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 Hey. <laughs> Poor Vera. So so while you guys are talking, Vera's probably going to be on the side, out talking in a language that none of you understand. Is that true, Beardy? Uh, what what language is it? Druidic. Oh, yeah, it's uh, like that. Ooh. And, and she's talking. That's a you ruling on that. Yeah, one. hold on. Let me let me look up a thing real quick to rule on that They're one. They're just sitting there going. It's, it's always weird. See, so. I figured. Levette will reach her head back and start belting out in binary. <laughs> buzz, buzz. <laughs> no, I would think I would think that they'd be going they'd be going buzz buzz. <laughs> Archie's like, whoa, whoa, watch your language. I mean, Petra might pick up a word or two because they hear it so much, but I doubt it. They don't, I mean, they wouldn't understand. And in my mind, I don't know what Beauty thinks for this, so correct me if you have a completely different thought process. For me, Druidic is a very kind of breathy kind of language with these harsh sounds as well. It's as if like the movement of tree branches like creaking it's like this very kind of strangely magical weird so it's magic asmr <laughs> okay so what's up uh, yeah it does work oh okay okay so what riz and Carilla see is vera taking their their staff which they've had with them this whole time and is talking into it and or riz if you can understand She's saying, so it seems that there's two islands here. I know you said that there was an icy island. Do you know which one in particular? One of them's cursed, so that's the one I'm considering. But what do you think, Melly? Stands to reason that it would be the ones that locals would avoid. What transpired there ages ago was awful. And I'm sure the effects of what happened there are still being felt. That could manifest as curses. Be careful, sister. I will. And we'll get that circlet. And then Vera, like, goes back to, like, the conversation, like, mm-hmm, I am here. Mm-hmm. Riz is just smirking. Have a bit of a stroke there, Vera? You okay? I'm just talking to Melly. Oh, I see. I'm not Who? used to that, Sally. Who is this Melly? Mellifera. Who is this Malifera? The lesser god Malifera? 
Yes, I'm not from this area. You need to talk more clearly. The god of community of insects? Maybe that? Riz looks at you confused. You'll, you'll know more about her. I would happily know more. Yes. Well, do you, you want to now? Yes. Well, and Vera will put the staff down on the table, and it's just going to go over with Riz, different aspects of Mulifra, so... Okay. So, as you do that, I believe Curla had a reaction. With the conversation turning to gods, Curla seems to shrink back even more into their their robe and their hood. Just a sense of real discomfort with the topic. Okay, so as Vera explains the Mulifra religion, the servers are going to come over and they're going to start dropping off large amounts of food. It seems that People take things here uh, pickled and boiled as the standard cooking styles. So a lot of vinegar-based dishes and a lot of boiled meats, which are honestly kind of tough and bland. But they're filling. Hmm. And they're warm, which is nice. Hmm. I'm kind of nostalgic about it anyway. Just having tavern food that sucks. (laughs) So I've never heard of mellifera. Can I get a feel on what this god's all about by how Vera's explaining it within a religion check? Sure, yeah. So in, in a way, society it kind of reinforces the high and mighty like wolves. Mm. And think about that in like nature sense. Wolves have the teeth to destroy their prey. Yes. Mellifera is basically the force that gives the rabbit its legs its speed. The hive gives the individual protection from these wolves. You see, you're similar. Okay. That is fun. What? Don't worry. Riz, you you got a 39 in your knowledge religion, uh, and judging from what you have heard, you piece together that Mellifera must be a primal god. Slightly worrying. (laughs) (laughs) Hmm. I'm really glad that she does it for you. Does, Does what for me? It makes you happy. I'm not sure how to translate. Well, uh, hopefully she'll make everyone happy. That's kind of her goal. Everyone? Well. Does she not work well with other gods? Well, I mean, maybe some gods, I don't know, but she doesn't get the chance to really interact with gods in particular. Now, religious groups, on the other hand, can get, um, let's just say they, yeah, sometimes they don't work as well. But I don't know about the gods themselves. I I pipe in. Take it from me, the gods are no better than the mortals half the time. Uh, not mine. <laughs> well, then I'm very happy for you. Right? I am very glad that you have someone. Like, Vera just is staring at uh, Kurla and just kind of just breaks the gaze after a few seconds. Well, that was a great conversation. <laughs> Curla, Curla sighs a little bit, remembering having already offended one of them. <sighs> Look, uh, honestly, I am. I'm, I, uh, I'm happy for you. I'm glad that that's the relationship you have with your god. I'm just saying, others are a little bit less trustworthy. What is you, what issue with what god do you have, Curla? Yes, I'm curious now. What kind of healer are you that you will not trust the gods? Yes. I tell you what, 
Just take it from me for now that they're not to be trusted. If we make it back from this island of yours, I'll tell you the rest of the story then. Well, I mean, I agree most gods aren't exactly the most trustworthy. They'll take the power from their followers and don't necessarily always share it evenly. Riz is just sitting there smirking. Curla's getting more and more angry and clearly trying to hold back their temper, but not not managing much. But the Ravian, you like Eden, yes? Yeah. <laughs> it is all over you. Uh, Petravian's just like, oh boy. Yes. Petravian, uh, looking very uncomfortable uh, about all the god talk because, well, he's been a bit of an asshole about it. Um, he says, well, Eden has provided for me um, recently. I've pledged myself to help the hive uh, regain what it once was. Hmm. I see. So you're like a not exactly missionary since you're helping other religion. Uh, the term escapes me. Lord? Maybe? I don't think that was it, but if that's what you call him, you're a good ward then, I hope, yes? I like to think of myself as pledged. Riz looks back at Vera, already acknowledging that she's the boss in the situation. <laughs> Vera shrugs, like, I guess. Okay, you're pledged. So, uh, but you like Eden, yes? With all my being, yes. Vera's gonna start pouring honey on her food. <laughs> in the Levit, what about you? Do you religion? Not really. I have a kind of complicated relationship with the gods. That is okay. Thank you. I look across the table at Levette uh, and get, just give her a very small nod, uh, as if to say, "Hey, someone, someone gets it. Someone else gets it. Someone else has a complicated relationship." Mm-hmm. Yes, they do weird things. It is fun. It's so fun. Yes, for me. I'm thrilled. Well, I'm glad you're having fun. I'm not exactly fond of being a puppet, but I've gotten used to the idea that I cannot change that. Who did that to you? Was it... It wouldn't be like Mephistopheles. That wouldn't make sense. You would have to go on an agreement. Which god did this? It was combined... I have not contacted any gods specifically over this, but matters out of my hands belong in their domain, then. Not as out of the hands of mortals, I suppose, being on the domains of the gods. I have no idea what you just told me. Perhaps translation is not going through brain well enough. Perhaps we should leave this topic behind. Maybe talk about what- I just wanted to know what god was being asshole. Me too. Me too. Maybe you all have a better idea than I would. I don't have a clear communion with any of them. I was raised to worship Shemesh, but uh, it is a very self-selling religion. I I... appreciate Shemesh very much. Yes. Very helpful. Sometimes. Sometimes. Takes to take his time, I suppose. But, uh... Take his time? The gods owe us nothing. The the gods owe us nothing? (laughs) Not really. They are fickle. It is fun. They owe us everything. If you're worshipping them. Oh, they owe me something and I'll be taking it before too long, believe you me. 
Let's simply say I prepare to be self-sufficient. I'm. I do not see the gods as my enemy, but I rather just do things my way and make my own mistakes. That way, I know who to blame. That seems relevant enough. I think. Circle talk. I will get used to. I'm just eating my. Honey, honey pickle <laughs> juice. <laughs> honey and vinegar. Mm. Nice. Did, I mean, a little bit of honey it's... might actually work with some of this. I don't know. The honey is on the table. I'm not touching <laughs> that shit. Um, are there any looking glasses in this tavern? Like mirrors? Yeah. No. No, I'm sorry. It's okay. That's okay. Is Archie deployed and in here as well, or is Archie in a vault? He, that is up to him, because uh, I don't really care what people gotcha. think at this point. They can tell, try and tell him no. Okay, well, Archie, I mean, given the, the given the option, Archie will always choose to be deployed. I figured. Oh, so, I mean, that's not always been true, but yeah. Well, I, I mean, in cases case. of horrible depression, yes. Right. But in any case, yeah. If he wants to be deployed, I'll let him be deployed. If he wants to be inside, it's going to be kind of... Like, they tell me, tell him that they can't be inside, I will... I don't know what I'll do because I don't. I don't really jive with that. Though I'll be like, "What the fuck?" Um, he was probably too big to fit in all that yeah. well in here. If he like, if he doesn't mind hanging out in the cold, then I'll leave him there. Otherwise, I'll sneak him in in sphere form, and then when I get a room, I'll, I'll deploy him in the room. Okay. Yeah. In fact, I'll leave him outside and just keep tabs on him, and then I can use my recall ability whenever he feels like coming in. He isn't in the process of building something. Out of snow. Yeah. Oh, wonderful. I'm going to look at Curla and just kind of narrow my eyes and say, So, don't feel comfortable in towns? Quite right, yeah. I've, I've had one too many run-ins with folks who, let's say, are a little bit less open-minded than you lot seem to be. That's understandable. I get that. It's actually how I met Curla. And after saying that, Vera, since she realizes she's not going to be able to do any kind of crying in this area because she doesn't have the language ability to do so. It's just going to take off her hood because there's no point. At which point, it's obvious that she's a half-elf. Well, we don't mix bunch ourselves, so of course we're not going to judge, but I understand. I assume you don't really want your parentage mentioned in public, but uh, we have had run-ins with that sort before, and uh, I can understand why people are maybe quick to act and still to think. Oh. Also for Curla, you will also notice that Vera has uh, these very interesting straight-up silver eye for the right side, and the left side is not an organic eye at all. It's a golden crystal eyeball. Slight glow. Slight glow. Interesting. Mm. It's cool as fuck. Hmm. and the armor that she's wearing is crawling with bees and wasps now that we are in a like warmer area in this the warren you'll see that they're starting to pop out and just move around start building on the husk material onto armor Curla takes this all in and very slowly throws back their own hood it's it's awkward (laughs) Riz looks at everyone taking off their hoods and takes off their hood as if it's supposed to be a game. See? 
What did I tell you? Lovett oh. will take off her hat. I say to Lovett. What's it? Sorry, what did you say to me? Points at Riz. See? Elf. Is that how I look like to you? Oh, do you... <laughs> no, I don't see. Lovett will look closer. I... I'm startling the lady light about my eyes Le- now. Lovett, you, you <laughs> clearly see a, a human woman in their 30s. Slap myself in the face. <laughs> what is going what on? Do I, what, what do I look like to you, the little only, one? What, what it bothered me if this is a fan's elf, but you look human to me. <laughs> I'm not sure do, if it do, was enough. Do you enough. like humans or do you dislike humans? Well, my best friend is human, so I guess I like them. Nods. For the first time, Curler cracks something close to a smile. Because they've, they've been down this road before. Just looking back Riz and forth look- from Riz to the others, and yep, yeah. Oh, well, so what's going on? Riz looks over at Petravian. What do I look like to you? Go on. Fill <laughs> <laughs> me. It is fun game. <laughs> well, I do not mean to be rude, but... Oh, here it comes. <laughs> If you want brunt, uh, some brutal honesty, I would say an old hag. Carla, mm. <laughs> doesn't that sound familiar? <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't have put it quite that uh, bluntly, but yeah, that sounds right about what I see in you. Huh. In in me? Or of me? Wow. Carla. <laughs> Cur- <laughs> so what, is this just some kind of trick, or...? No, no, no. It is curse. It is a curse. Curse. Yes. On you, or you opposed on us? No, no, it is on me. I mean, why don't you just go to a temple? Oh, I have tried! That <laughs> <laughs> Vera just wipes off the section you're hitting. I even learned my own spell of how to remove curse. Still did not work. Yes. It is quite a conundrum, one might you're say. You're a polytheist, yes. right? I understand. Yes. You've tried all of them, I'm guessing. Yes. You are very smart. Do you know who uh, cursed you? Which one? Oh, no. What? No. I don't know what or when or how. I see. It just sort of is. Well, so it... As far as I can remember. This is some strange coincidence, but we have also had difficulty in the past with removing curses. Not successfully as well, but it is a related field of study. So, I would be interested in assisting some findings while we are traveling together, if that's possible. Not a problem. I'm very uh, open with more things. Carla is just glaring at the table. Not the, the table surface itself, not anyone at the table. Like, studiously avoiding eye contact with anyone. As I said, I'm not as theologically inclined, so I might have different route resolutions, but maybe as like approach. Um, also, Hummel, get back over here. So what do you really look like? And Hummel's going to fly back over from probably the bar's counter. Mm-hmm. Oh, look at these little ones. Buzz, buzz. Do you like sugar cubes? <laughs> buzz? No, he likes everything he shouldn't be getting into. Is already holding out a sugar cube. <laughs> Hummel moves over to investigate the sugar cube. You can have it if you like it. If you do not, that is okay. Uh, what's the size correlation between the sugar cube and Hummel? It's probably almost the same size as him, probably, right? Sugar cube 
Oh well, how big? Well, I mean, it depends on how big the sh- how big your sugar cubes he's, are, I guess. He's bigger than the sugar cube. He's bigger than the sugar cube. Yeah. yeah. Okay. In that case, yeah, Hummel will just go ahead and grab the whole sugar cube and then fly it back over to Vera. You like Steve. Vera will use create. Can I create a drop of water with great water? Sure. I'm going to do that just to make it start dissolving so that he can actually eat it. Yeah. Hummel dances a dance yeah. of thanks. <laughs> Yeah. But someone asked me a question, yes? Yes. What do you look like, really? I do not remember, but I think I look uh, like I have lavender skin, yes? White, uh, curly hair. Really? Yes. I have purple, uh, deep purple irises. That's different. This skin color is the same as. as... He's healing, you know, it's stroke the end of my ears. No, lighter. Not that dark. Let's see. Wait, does that mean Archie can see it sounds like what Archie look like? I do not know. Where is where is the adorable one? He's outside building. Yeah. Ah, I will ask him later his specifics. That would be interesting now and a great breakthrough for me. Yes, I should get him to try it. I would like to see his ability to try that and progress. I want to pick up a note from him if he can. I also look like Dusk Elf. Uh, what? Um, Dusk Elf. What is this? Is this a like, blade of Dark Elf? Perhaps you do not have them on this world. The, not this again. <laughs> this oh, world? Oh. <laughs> yes. Wait, Vera. Right. Didn't Marcus say something about being from someplace? Yeah, he kept on saying that he was from another dimension or planet or something. Yes. But, don't worry. He was actually, like, some kind of undead thing. Are you undead? Not as far as I know, but that would be interesting and have a lot of explanations. I would appreciate that at least just an answer. Right, but this casting might mean that you are a horrible undead creature that eats all sorts of things. Okay. Hi. As long as you understand that. At that, Curla stands up from the table, throws their hood back over their face, and storms out. Uh, the the cart is not ready. Okay. Did you say something wrong? It. Uh, I have no idea. I've only known them for a short amount of time. <laughs> it seems that there is all time to make a misstep here. Curler is... To do. Curler just sulks a little bit out by the front door. I guess near... Is Archie still outside building stuff? Yeah, you, you look out the front door of, of the Warren and you see that Archie is constructing a, a scene out of snow. Uh, I walk over to it, rather intrigued. So intrigued, in fact, that I forget to be angry. Alright, you see Archie is using all four of his arms to construct a interesting little scene of two wagons on the road traveling together. And he's made snow versions of everyone. Oh, baby! <laughs> he only has two arms, actually. Oh, my apologies. The extra arms of evolution is because of that. Gotcha, gotcha, okay. Curlac. For the second time, cracks a smile at this and just just gazes at it, very impressed and kind of kind of delighted by it. Is Vera frowning? Uh, yeah, the snow the snow person that represents Vera is in fact frowning. <laughs> <laughs> so Archie's going to 
Archie's going to turn and see uh, that Kurla has walked up. Hello. Hello there. Are you... Are you an orc? Oof. Half-orc, as a matter of fact. Why do you ask? I have never met a half-orc before. Well, I've, uh, I've never met... I, I'm not quite sure exactly who... Well, what you are, if, if, if you'll forgive me, but... I've never met one of your kind before either, so we're both out of our comfort zones, aren't we? I am Archibald. I have no kind. That's a little bit tragic, don't you think? No. It is simply the way things are. Aye. Well, you've got quite an eye there. Have you ever made anything like that before? Yes. It snows in Ville often. Is that... I, I look at the, the tiny version of me, just to get a sense of how I was captured. Uh, it looks like uh, it's a figure in the... It's like sitting in the front of the Vardo with, uh, with Riz, and your figure has a hood up. So, hey, you really captured me there. Thank you. Do you want it? <laughs> I, I, I'm not sure it'll cape, but I appreciate the offer. I mean... I, 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 I'll take it. I don't know how, I'll, how I'm to keep it, but I'll certainly take it. It's very kind of you. Archie will scoop up basically the front of the Vardo and hand it to you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I will take it as, as delicately as I can from Archie. It, it's already starting to fall apart. Right. It's just the nature of snow. Yeah. I am glad you like it. I, I just look down at my now kind of half dripping hands. <laughs> well, it, it's the it's the thought that counts, and I guess all great art is supposed to be transitory, isn't it? Yes, something like that. I'm getting the sense that neither one of us quite fits in with the rest. I don't know what you mean. Do you not feel that you fit in? Well, we'll leave it there if you don't feel similarly. But I tell you what. If you don't mind, if you could keep an eye out for me, I'll uh, I'll do the same for you. Sure, that would be good. It is always good to make friends. Friends, I, yeah, uh, I can I can fill you on that one. I just look at the rest of the, the model. What about these friends of yours? Can I trust them as much as uh, as much as you seem trustworthy? I have known them for many years, as far as I can remember, nearly. This one I once beat up. <laughs> it points at the one representing Petravian. <laughs> Wait a minute! Right. Uh, sorry. It's true. I mean, technically, the Anglosaurus beat Petravian yeah. and, and Archibald non-violently resolved the situation. Exactly. But sorry, I'm... I think Petravian's really lucky that Archie sees it. Like, that Archie didn't try to beat him up. Yeah, I know. I just... Damn it. Fine, I'm gonna sit over here and be quiet. <laughs> Continue. Uh, Archibald will point to Vera. This one often creates swarms of bees and speaks to things that I cannot hear. I, I just take this in stride to the best of my ability. Bees, eh? Right. I mean, that's Vera, right? That's <laughs> uh, Vera. In a nutshell, she makes done. swarms of bees and she talks the shit you can't hear. That's basically what you need to know about her. Bees. And then, and then Archie will point to the the one representing Levette 
And this is Levette. Levette is the best. <laughs> the best, you say? Why is that? Levette is my first friend. I, well, I, I can, I can see why you'd, uh, you'd take a shine to her. Then you've got some good friends there. She helps me learn things. I had a dog. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't bring up the dog, Richie. Don't do it. <laughs> you all right out here, anyway? It's not too cold for you. No, I am not negatively impacted by it. Does it bother you? Oh, it's not exactly my favourite weather, but we all uh, we all get by. Truth be told, it's nicer out here than it was getting in there. Why is that? Not my favourite conversations. I see. Look, I, I tell you what, I'm going to head over to the Vardo, but uh, you keep working on that art of yours. It's uh, it's quite impressive, and I think your friends will really like it. Thank you. I appreciate the feedback. Still with a, a, a little smile on their face, um, Curla will uh, will head over to the Vardo and just kind of seat themselves down by it, huddle right. up in the snow. Oh, all right, we have to keep them now. My boy, boy has a friend. We have to keep them. <laughs> I'm, I'm like at the verge of tears. This whole conversation. I'm like, my boy has a friend. Yeah, it's you. <laughs> here I'm sitting. I'm sitting here that listening too. to um, Beardy, not say the line I want him to say. What? Let me guess. You wanted me to say the cold never bothered me anyway. Yes, I did. Is that what you wanted me to yes, say? Yes, I did. It was hurting me. I didn't even think about Jesus that. And I'm glad. Really? I didn't even think about yeah, of that. Yeah, of course it was in my head. And I'm like, no, that's low-hanging fruit. I'm not touching it. I know. You had that expectation, but you've just got to let it go. <laughs> oh, that was beautiful. Uh-oh. That was that's beautiful. Water damage. How much damage? That was beautiful. Archie accidentally sits down. That was not, that um, was not a pun. <laughs> that was not a pun. That was beautiful. Okay, that was beautiful. <laughs> Screw you're the only one has, who has the one rule of ex- uh, exception. Okay. Not everyone else. Play, but that wasn't a pun. It was a reference. It's, yeah. Well, it's, yeah. it's fine. It's fine. It's That's fine. all right. Let's just pray to our corporate overlords a little more. So does anyone else know how to speak any of the oh. languages here? Yes. <laughs> I can speak all of them. So only you two? And points at Risen then like gestures to outside? Yes. Can you get us a, I don't know, place to sleep in here? Since they don't understand us. I'll give Riz some money. Riz looks like they're counting you guys out for a second. Well, if someone wants to sleep on the floor, I have uh, two extra beds in the cart. I usually sleep on the floor. It's very warm, but if you prefer it in here, I can ask. I mean, there's enough space. Also, isn't it? How's it warm? They're just smiling at you. <laughs> Trick of the eye. It is bigger on the inside than you would anticipate. Was it cursed too? No. <laughs> Magic. <laughs> I appreciate the offer. I, I wouldn't be the first to go for it, but if the bids are open, I would be happy to take one. I don't think there's room for Archie now, though, is there? Perhaps in middle spot. There is, like, kitchen slash living room area. What? Space for him to even sit, he would be happy. Okay. Uh, I believe he could fit, yes. I, I only have uh, three, uh, well, two other beds. One is taken by Carla currently. So, if you have bedroll, can put on floor. 
But I, if you need room, I will get it. I turn to Lovette. I mean, it would save us some money. Mm-hmm. If you, if, if either of you need to take a room, I'll pay for it and, and sleep in the wagon. I'm still more comfortable than them. <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, it, that, that sounds fine to me. Okay. So, I need to know, is one getting room or not? I, I need a unanimous uh, I have no money. <laughs> Riz just looks at you with a disgusted expression. <laughs> Petra's just sitting there with, with his, just like, at the table, like, picking at the table. Just, I have no money. I need... You have, you have yeah. zero money? Zero. Zero. What? How? Uh, I'm looking at my... <laughs> in, zero I, money. Oh, I must have been looking at uh, chisels. My apologies. I have 75. Okay, that's enough to get a room. Yeah, I guess that's enough to get a room for a night. Never mind. Strike that. What do you What do you think, Petra? I, I'd be interested at least to looking at this wondrous wagon. Also... Just in case, Risen does notice that the bees start crawling out of Vera's apiary backpack. Yep, yep, they're ignoring it. They're, they're fine with that, being in your... Oh, they, your... they don't care, uh, but you might not want to keep them in there. But they won't say that. You might not want to keep the bees in there? Yeah, after the morning. Oh, yeah? Because mm-hmm. I assume they'll be flung out? Kind of. Yeah? Yeah. I mean, it's always on. Fair so. Go straight to be hell. Listen, I'm fine with sleeping in the car if that's what is fine. So is everyone a yes? Yes. yes. Alright, that sounds okay. like it. Alright, who is sleeping on floor? I'll sleep on the floor. That's what I normally do. Perfect! We have everyone in the room. Does, um, Alright. Does Petrovian still snow? I've been practicing. Stare. I've been practicing. Okay. I, I, I just keep that in mind. It won't affect me. Whatsoever. I've got some cotton in the cart. I can take all of it. We can put hay over him. I have plenty in there. Riz finishes up their food, gets up, puts their hood back on, and heads to the car. Okay, so who is paying for the food at the Warren? I'll toss a golden bread. Okay, go ahead and deduct gold, please. And... Thank you, Levette. The lot of you head back out into the forum in the center of town where your Vardo and carriage are parked. Uh, out there you see Curla sitting next to the Vardo, and you see Archibald um, putting the final touches on a, an ice scene of the same two carts, except they're surrounded by people. <gasps> like the representations of each of you. Oh, gee, this isn't quite that bad. Riz just walks past and heads to the Vardo right away. Archie, these are gorgeous. Tap. You built all this yourself? Yes. Is something wrong with it? No, nothing is wrong with it. It's perfect. It's great. The scale is off. It is not perfect. Well, <laughs> this is, I suppose this is true. And there are details that could be worked, but it is very impressive. Especially uh, with after some of the practice I've seen in view. Limitations of the medium. Would you be interested in drawing something, Archie? Possibly. Listen, listen wants uh, you to draw their portrait. Riz is tapping their Vardo and just looks at you with a very confused look. Oh, yes. Perhaps better would just be the scriptors. 
What color is hair? What color is skin? What color is eyes? Well, you can you know? do this as well, but uh, I, I thought it would be good practice for Archibald as well. I can do either of those things. One would be faster. <laughs> well, do both of them. What's the faster one first? Then we go. Everyone's happy. Start with eyes, Archibald. Your eyes are like pools of lavender. What? He's been writing a lot of poetry books, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, skin color. Similar, but lighter. Ears. What do my ears look like? Sort of like an... Sort of like a high elf, but different. How different? What do the tips look like? Notched. Almost. <gasps> he sees me. <laughs> He sees exactly me. And yes. your hair is white, like Lilith's. It is why I thought you were related. <laughs> but you are not related to Lilith? Uh, I do not believe so. I do not know who I'm related to. Can uh, you not use whatever fortune-telling ability you advertised for yourself? I mean, you kind of have to be thinking about someone. And if you don't so it's not people you don't know. Correct. How, how do you find them if you don't know them? Or if you do... I don't understand the purpose of this service now. It's if you lost someone that you already knew. Oh. Well, then I may not be able to make a dance of that at all. I didn't, have not met part of my family. I have an idea of where they are, and I could make an educated guess at which ones are still alive, but... I don't really know them. Perhaps, uh, perhaps it would work for you, but not for me. Lots of things do not work for me. A lot of things don't work for me either. I understand that, deal. Isn't that a, a relatable thing? Yes. Vera returns from going to her cart and is carrying a winter quilt. So where am I taking this? Oh, just a second. Rizzle turned back to the wagon and just tap it a couple of times. They cast a spell on it and they whisper at it. And they cast Bardo Vargon. Alright. Do you want to put any spice on that okay. spell? Or? So, pretty much when Riz taps the side of the cart, the, the Bardo, each of the symbols glow on it. Nothing appears to really happen to change it past that they glow and there's a, a bit of sparkly energy coming out that slowly seems to just suck back into it really quickly. Phil, it is ready. Let me go open door. <laughs> and they totter over to the back and open it up for everyone. And if everyone would look in... Carla clambers to their feet and uh, heads around. to Inside you see a tiny home. Uh, there seems to be three, four bedrooms. One is specifically at a window that looks out to the front of the cart where you can see the horse from there. It, it's kind of like one of those windowsill beds that exist from time mm. to time. Uh, the others are just bedrooms. There seems to be a living room with some small sitting area, a little fireplace. There's a kitchen, a lot of hay next to the kitchen. <laughs> it smells like hay in there. <laughs> <laughs> and everything's decorated with beautiful, embellished, embroidered rugs and ta uh, tapestries all along the walls. 
and everywhere is just kind of decorated very extravagantly. It's very large compared to what it looks like. Lovette's got her obsession log out and is taking very detailed notes on the sizes of everything, and she's like walking in and out of the door back and forth to check the relative size of the outdoor to the indoor and stuff. Well, interesting. Could use this for some compression methods to maybe improve Archival's deployment size. That would be interesting. Vera's going to walk in, just kind of looks from side to side, then just goes to the ground and just covers themselves with a blanket and starts sleeping. Good night. And, and oh, I was going to make Vera bed, actually, but I guess she's already out. I mean, Vera doesn't typically sleep on comfy beds. That's unless true. Unless they're extremely like hard or something. Well, I could make it very uncomfortable if you'd like it. <laughs> <laughs> that way. Lovette, come with me. I, I will bring you to room. Okay? Oh, thank you. Riz will hold down their hand for Lovette to take. Oh, and she'll take it with a hand that's not walking with the cane. Buzzing intensifies. And Risen will lead them over to... Uh, a room that has a higher vaulted ceiling, as they're thinking about Archie being with you. Mm-hmm. And it, it has, like, a slant to it, so, like, one side's really tall and the other is kind of slanted. It's weird. This is very nice. It has a window on the side, so you could look up to moon if you like. Uh, and eventually, uh, if we travel for a long time, I can kind of decorate it to, uh, to what you like, maybe. Thank you very much, my dear. Of course. Uh, sleep well. There is water in the kitchen if you need it. Yes, and if you need any assistance with anything, don't not be has- do not hesitate to ask. Money? <laughs> well, that'll come as we agreed. <laughs> okay. Thought I would try, since you offered. <laughs> That's well. I appreciate the effort. I, I, I admire the enthusiasm. Of course. Now, sleep well. Long night. Uh, none of you have to worry about keeping watch. Very safe here. Okay? Okay. I'll, uh, talk to my receiver and ask Archie. Um, are you... Do you want to stay out there or do you want to come inside for the night? I'm going to sleep. I am not sure if I would fit. Uh, there might be space in here. Is it? Is there about 13 feet? Should be. I mean, that's his standing height, so I guess if there's less than that, he could just sit. He just won't make it through the door is all, unless you right. call him up. I can get him in without worrying about that. It'll be the space in the elf while you come in here. Very well. You hear uh, the a knock at the door. Oh. Which the just come which the, the door <laughs> to this place is more like the door of a house right now than it is a door to the Vardo. Mm-hmm. It has a lot of locks on yeah, it. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Riz goes over. Hasn't started locking it yet, so just opens it. You s- Hello there, Archibald. Hello. Right? Uh, your lavette is going to bring you in here somehow. But look! Look how tall it is here. I'll, I'll use his recall ability right then, so I flip a little switch and he turns into a sphere, and the sphere deploys little, like, insect legs that, that walk him over to my room and then redeploy him in there. Mm, that is disturbing. Alright. At least it doesn't step on Vera then. Hmm. Who's just what in the middle of the Carla, you're <laughs> the coming floor, in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just in the way. Carla looks is still outside and kind of looks from the 
the balled up Archie to the last remnants of the ice and snow that are on her on their hands from the bit of sculpture that Archie gave them, um, and uh, wordlessly clambers in to the the Vardo after them, uh, and enjoy your room and enjoy sleep. I just give them a nod and, and make my way to the room that I've been staying in. Rizzle, close the door and just start going over the many, many fucking locks on this door. And they're all different. They're all different kinds of locks. Some of them are repeating, but most of them are different. Some you may not have seen before, but it's all down one line. <laughs> there we go. But you can see out to the front of the cart? Mm-hmm. And yeah. there's some windows in some of the rooms. Alright, so it's glass? There no. What? Maybe. Magic. Magic. <laughs> it's magic. magic. And Rizzle turned to Petravian. Well, your room time. Are you ready? I am. This is truly an impressive feat of magic. He looks just looking around. Riz holds out their hand for and him. And he takes it. <laughs> And Riz will lead him off to his room. Oh, I thought you were asking for I, I did too. <laughs> <laughs> well, when in Rome, you just work with what you get. And then they open up a door, and it's, it's a pretty plain room, but it, it just pretty much looks like the reverse of Lovett's. <laughs> just the vaulted ceiling off and a slant is just on the opposite side. <laughs> here you go. It is very plain in here. I don't have guests like Eva. <laughs> But you know. It suits me, though. It's functional. I like it. That is good. Uh, I said I had a thing I would like to talk to you about. Oh, yes. What was it you'd like to discuss? I would like to talk to you about Eden in the morning, yes. Sure. Wonderful. It's bright and early as always best for her. Uh, agreed. Hmm, peace. Okay, good night. <laughs> uh, have a good night. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, coin. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, uh, he goes for a little into his pouch and uh, grabs a sil- grabs a silver and thank you so much for letting us stay here. Riz eagerly takes it. Oh, no, thank you so much. You're a currently favorite. Yes. Tips <laughs> uh... always appreciated. <laughs> The, the little one did pay me first, and Carla did let me take. I do not know if I have favorite yet, actually. I take it back. Well, favorite or not, it's been a pleasure to meet you. Pleasure to meet you, too. Would love to talk Eden. In morning. Good night. Good night. <laughs> and just leaves. <laughs> and they, uh, they they go to Carla's room real quick. Just kind of checks in. I... Uh, do, do we need to have a talk? About what? I just want to make sure that you are, like, okay. <laughs> I'm always okay. I doubt that. <laughs> yeah, well, for another time, maybe we can uh, we can talk about this another time. Okay. Um, I got that food for you, by the way. I, uh, I cross over and smile my thanks and, and hold out a, a hand for it. It just places it. Nods goodnight, and then heads off to their little bed off at the window, and casts keep watch. Is there enough room for uh, Chisel to be in my, in the room with me, or no? No, no. no. I, was, I, I was I was about to call. <laughs> His horns animal. will not fit. <laughs> I was about to call animal. Any more? God, y'all are gonna waste your fucking spells on this shit. <laughs> Any more business tonight? 
I take a very small nibble of uh, whatever the food was that was given to me. And yeah, then I'm done for the night. Alrighty. In that case, everyone gets a good night's sleep inside of Risen's Vardo. I will push to the next morning. So the first rays of the sun peek in through the window and will wake up, well, wake up in air quotes, Riz first. Riz immediately goes to Petravian's door and just opens it. Good morning. <laughs> uh, he would definitely be awake uh, doing his morning morning ritual prayers. Oh, good good morning. Would you like to describe how you do that? I would. Uh, so Petravian would immediately get into all his armor and get into a crisscross applesauce um, with his uh, sitting position with his with his two fists like fist bumping each other in his lap um, with his eyes closed just communing with Eden what are you doing I'm communing what do you support wayism now what is this no this is how I commune with Eden come here Riz just gets closer and holds out their hands to help him up <sighs> we are going outside now okay that's why I'm getting over <laughs> so Rizzle there's enough space hun mm-hmm. so Rizzle just walk over uh just cast something oh I forgot to rest <laughs> so Rizzle just go and unlock the door open it up gesture for him to go outside they close it and they they, they find uh, some sort of patch of dirt or at least move some snow out of the way for dirt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see an area where Archie had moved snow around to create a diorama. So there's some grass uncovered. Well, dirt uncovered. Riz leads him over to the spot. Do you know what to do now? Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Am I going to plant okay. the garden? Okay, okay. Riz hands you a seed and then they go down with one. These seeds are sturdy for hard weather like this. Still can grow. Just takes time. And they they dig up the earth. And they dig so that there's the layer of coal that's there is farther up. And they dig farther down so where the earth is just a bit warmer than it is mm-hmm, up mm-hmm, above. Mm-hmm. And they take the warmer earth and wrap it around the seed. And then they take a little, little itsy-bitsy vial of water and pour it on top. Holds it down and waits. What are we waiting for? Just faith. Hmm. You know, we used to do this with a walnut. Face came in. Face came in out of the tree. That's actually how I got, how I met them. I I actually grew out of a tree, but weird, weird situation. Uh, You feel the earth under your fingers begin to move as the the offering that you've put forth, the blessing that that you're asking for, uh, is being answered. So a tiny, tiny little green bit of plant is going to peek its way out between two of your fingers. Aww, look at that. Chris is just smiling and looks up at Petravian. This is how you pray to Eden, Petravian. You give to the earth. That is how she will respond. You give. That is all she asks, is that you give up yourself. And, Come. And Petravian's just Bring standing the there dumbfounded, just like like he's been just doing it wrong for years. 
Okay, so he, uh, Petravian takes this uh, takes the seed, and just um, without even moving the earth, he t- he um, he since he can he can use his Oread powers, he just plunges his hands straight into the ground until he feels the warm earth, and then just lets go, and then pulls it straight back out. Riz takes out another vial of water and hands it to you. Uh, Petravian takes it and just pours it gingerly onto the earth. Now hold it. Ask for your blessing, or ask for what you need of her. Give what you can. Go on. Petravian closes his eyes and uh, says, in, in to himself, he says, protect us on the road. Protect my newfound friends. Alright. You feel the ground under your hand move slightly, and a little sprig of green will peek out. There we go. That is how you do it, Petravian. Petravian leaps over and hugs Riz. Oh! Oh, hello there! You are hugging me. (laughs) Thank you. There, there. Okay. Oh, yes, there is contact. Thank you. There, there. Oh, oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, he's actually he's actually starting to tear up. Oh. The uh, the gnarled and skeletal person that you're holding uh, doesn't look well. <laughs> um. Hmm. Uh. You uh, there there, Petravian. Uh, all is well. Oh. You just needed a push in the correct direction. I've been doing this for years. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> I. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> uh, any Petravian, let's go. So. Oh, I haven't felt that in a long, long time. It's probably because you were worshipping like wayism. <laughs> Just a hint. <laughs> oh. Did you say something? I think. No, no, no. I, I, I'm. Um, he's thinking. Um, maybe a uh, potentially asking for a, a bigger blessing at some point. Uh, something a little more, but he doesn't want to just leap, go um, feet first into the deep end asking for shit. Do... Do... Uh, there's just so many questions. Just... How... Do you know how... I mean, I feel so lost. You need guide is what you're saying. Yes. I will help. I can teach anyone the ways of religion of those that I do worship. I do not know the one that Vera has, though. Malifera. It is only of this place, I believe. They are bursk, but they are devout. If you open up, if you if you listen to them, if you if you allow them, they will gush. The god of Vera. I do not know what we are talking about anymore. The the god of Vera. Well, the god Vera will gush about the god of Vera of, of the, the god Malefra. What? <laughs> Riz just looks more and more confused. Oh, okay. Um, but the god is only from this world. Yes. Yes. At least. Okay. At least from my understanding. Okay. And that is why I've never heard of her. Are we on the same page, yes? 
Oh, so you really are from a different world. You believe me? Yes, yes, I am. Everyone is really weird. But this is like baby planet? I've been to so many planets, but this is an older planet, but it acts like baby planet. Like, you have primal gods. <laughs> like a lot. What are primal? More than one. What are primal gods? Uh, elder beings, you know. I don't. Uh, uh, I do not know how to explain this. This is just common sense for other worlds. Oh no, oh no. Baby planets have them. Baby planets do. But baby worlds, you know? Well, and okay, so... Yours is old! <laughs> the, well, there's a very good reason why. Is this planet was... I guess cut off from everything else. It was... It was wrapped... One of our, our now-gone friend... They were the protector, and they would be the embodiment that shielded the planet, and nothing could get in or out. Slowly, as you've been explaining this, this this happy, like, for an explanation face turns into utter and complete disbelief and confusion. Uh-huh. A person was a barrier. Yes. Is what you're telling me. Well, they had the barrier, but they were the... That they held the power of the barrier. Very confusing. <laughs> Very confusing. This is like the worst, <laughs> the worst description. Like, Riz now just is looking at you like you're fucking crazy. Uh-huh. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt, but have any of us woken up by now? Oh, I'm sure. Yeah, it's been a few minutes for sure. Maybe 15, 20 even. So yeah, if you guys want to start waking up, you're welcome to. Y'all want to rush to... Get out in the cold. <laughs> yeah, uh, they, they're good morning. Important question for the for the, the DM. Oh, what's up? There's important co- questions. Does coffee exist in this world? Supposedly, does. It's come up in the last campaign. Coffee and chocolate both exist. Right then, Curla right now is is sort of pottering around the kitchen, putting coffee on. Uh, so the coffee in the Vardo is actually not from this planet. Okay. Then... That's, which is fine. That's fine. I'm not saying you can't drink it. I'm just saying that the stuff in the Vardo is not from around here. Is it? Would would Riz have warned me off? But making well, that here, coffee? well, sorry. Let me just give you like a little bit of background about coffee and chocolate. Coffee and chocolate are both from around the same place. Uh, they're from out west, from that jungle. Okay. So I don't know if that has any particular cultural meaning for you or not. If that would make you want to not partake in it. I'm not sure how you feel about it. Uh, it would have got lost in translation somewhere along the way because of my my mixed bloodlines. Okay. Yeah, basically those products are products of the homeland of the orcs. In that case, actually, yeah. Can I can I just retcon that that I'm pottering out the kitchen making tea? Y- yeah, that that's fine. I mean, look, you can like those foods. I'm not saying you don't have to like them. I'm just saying that's where they're from in this in this world. So, um, if that is something that you would not be, I think yeah, I think you're knowing that. I think you're right. I think that would be ones that I avoid. Okay, I mean, I just I don't, I'm like I'm not telling you what you can and can't like. I just want to make sure that you're aware of the no, I, the context. That is helpful, and yeah, thank you. I think. Okay, knowing that now, then yes, that is a good note because Carla would avoid them like the plague so tea and also coffee is coffee and chocolate both are both fairly rare outside of 
outside of that area. I think I think they've been mentioned a couple times in season one. Yep. Uh, so meanwhile, Curla is up and is pottering around the kitchen in the Vardo, uh, making tea, putting on Excellent. a pot of tea. Wonderful. <laughs> Any particular kind or or preparation that is important to note that I can describe the smell for others? Ah, uh, it, it just smells like basic black tea. Nothing special. Uh, is anyone else awake currently? Yes. Well, that just came outside, I figured. Good morning. Good morning, Lafayette. Are we about ready to get moving? Yes, you should all leave the uh, Vardo pretty soon. Just so you know. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, I thought, you know, Algie, we're coming outside then. I don't know. Uh, flip him. Do do another recall. Okay. Bring Archie will appear outside next to you and unfurl into full size. I follow not far behind, carrying a little mug of... Good morning, everyone. Oh, Carla, could you get one of the carrots for me? Uh, I hold up a carrot that I had got ready since I, I know your habits by now. You read my mind. You're so wonderful. Thank you. I hand it over. Wonderful. Yeah. Is Vera still inside there? I certainly hope not. Yeah, Vera will shamble out, just covering this blanket that is just covered in things crawling over it. It's not even just one thing, it's so many different uh, insects. Uh, <laughs> and I'm just gonna put it in the cart, in her cart. Uh, <laughs> Just make like a wide berth as she passes by. <laughs> okay, that, that was the that was the bug blanket. I love that thing. <laughs> Iconic. Riz nods to everyone. Gives. Is Petravian still fucking holding me? No, no, no. But Petravian's okay. Petravian's okay. Just uh, just sitting there at the uh, staring at the little plants. Riz will go over to the Vardo and just knock it a couple of times, and the the little symbols glow again and it looks like it pushes out the little sparkles instead this time mm-hmm. <laughs> almost the sound effect of a wheeze like just air leaving the lungs there we go <laughs> nice a little sad sounding though <laughs> yeah well where are we going yes well you need to chat a lot no well the question is should we go to Anvik instead you are, uh, it is closer, right? You are a leader. Your decision. Yeah, sure. This is your thing. Yes. Well, the question is, do we know how... Have you been in this region before? Girl, we'll look at Riz. No, I haven't been most of this world before. <laughs> hmm. I assume it gets a bit more rough to travel. Let's see how... I don't see why we couldn't just take a boat from here, though. Let's see what the options are here. True. It'll be faster if we just take it from here. Yes, I would like both that it has room for Vardo. Vardo. Yes. Well, <laughs> let's see what we can do. I, I do not want to leave horse, if possible. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so, why is there only one horse filling your cart? That is all I need. And it is mine. Wouldn't it be faster to have at least two? I can only take them. You can only take them? Yes, everywhere. No, but if you put a second one on, you could take that one everywhere, too. No, not to other worlds. It's different. Oh. 
Okay. <laughs> Just oh, immediate I, disappointment. Yeah. So good. <laughs> Let's talk to the uh, bowmaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go to the. And by we, bowmaster. I mean one of you two, because. Riz looks at Carla. Do you want to? I I think I'll. I think I'll let Levert handle it then. Oh wait, wait! Oh, for the language barrier, I forgot about this. Oh, for the love of Christ! <laughs> would you like me to, or would you like to, Carla? Completely your decision. Oh, it's fine. I'll go ahead and take care of it. I I make sure my hood is is in place, and then I make my way to. Uh, do I know where the harbor master is? No, you don't. But okay. there is a dock section of town, so but, you imagine it's probably close to that. I'm gonna head to the docks. All right. So you head to. Have a. Did I not push the map for a bit? No, no, it's been in that other map for like a really long time. My apologies. So yeah, here's I'll push the map a bit of landing again. All right, so you can head to the southwest part of town and the docks area, and over there you are able to find that most of the boats in this area are very small fishing vessels, uh, of which they catch a significant amount of fish out of here, like way more than you might expect. It's a very, very wealthy fishing area uh, in this region. But beyond that, it's actually not just fish. There's also a lot of crab. Crab the size of which you guys have never seen before. Mm. These crabs here are enormous that they're catching. Like Crab that are like three feet wide. Just huge, monstrous crabs. Well, I, uh, I look around for a boat that's going to be big enough to fit the... Uh... The Vardo. Would it, would it be easy just to talk to the, the captain directly, or do I definitely want to talk to a harbor master? Yeah. Not, not sure. I mean, you could try either. So, of the boats at the docks, there is. It does look like there are. Well, there's only one that's that's an actual like sailing vessel that has a berth that would be able to carry one carriage. I not will. Both. I will head over to that, and uh, can I do a perception check to see if I can, you know, find the right crew person to speak to? Sure, absolutely. Thank you. That is a 24. Okay. You do see a person that definitely looks in charge. Uh, They're wearing the same kind of clothing that the rest of the people from Southerway wear, so uh, clothes that incorporate a lot of natural fibers, uh, a lot of animal furs and skins that are sort of sewn into their, their clothes. And the one you see um, is sort of giving orders to others around the boat. I, uh, I slink up to them um, and hail them in, I guess, Vatran. I'd take a chance and hail them in Vatran. <laughs> hey, excuse me, can I, uh, can I have a quick word with you? The figure turns and looks at you and responds in Vatran. What is it? That ship there, is that yours? Aye. Right, do you ever hire it out for... Uh... For private journeys? It depends on how far you go and how much you pay. Not all that far. We've got uh, five passengers and a... We've got about a boat, six passengers, give or take, and a... And a are we taking the other the, the other um, horses and carriage with us, or it's just the Varda? We don't need to take the trash cart. We can leave it here right. and tie it up somewhere. Just the Varda. And, uh, we we uh, just have to have someone take care of it. Five or six uh, passengers and a, a big old carriage... Vardo, don't know if you that word translates. So, and it's not going far. It's just uh, one of the islands down south. What would that run me? Which South Island? 
I, it's the one that lies east. He stops for a moment, looks you over. All right, I will make that journey for 1,000 gold. Is that 1,000 gold H or or 1,000 total? No, no, no. 1,000 gold for all of you. 1,000 gold for all of me. Can I roll um, diplomacy? That, or what would, sorry, what would give me, uh, what would enable me to try to haggle? Uh, well, diplomacy or appraise. I'd give you either. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try diplomacy. So, what what you immediately realize is that a thousand gold for that journey is kind of an absurd amount of money. Yeah. Um, it's it's kind of like fuck you, in, in the in the way of just saying a price. It's like, oh, what 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 would this cost? Oh, I don't know, a million dollars. So. So twenty four for the podcast for. Oh wait, was that? Per- oh, no, I'm that sorry. was perception. No, that was different. Yeah. So, I should I make an offer and then roll, or should I roll and then make an offer? Either one. It doesn't matter to me. Okay. As long as you do... I mean, you can do it simultaneously. It's fine. Uh, that's a 27, so I'm going to try my luck. A thousand seems a little bit steep, mate. What, what say you at a 250? Hmm. Well, as long as none of my people have to set foot on that cursed place, I will accept 250. 250? All right. I think you've got yourself a deal there. Uh... You say curse, though. What have you heard about this island, if I can ask? No one can live there. Royce, anything a bit more specific than that? He, he blinks a few times. No. Anyone, no one can live there. Anyone you know ever set foot there or come back from it? No. Those who go there don't return. Those who used to live there are dead. Royce, how quickly can your ship be made ready to depart? He thinks about it, taps his chin once, shrugs. Two hours? Two hours. Sounds about right. We'll meet you back here. Did you have a name? Toluk. Toluk, right. I'm Carla. Introduce the rest when we get back. Ta very much. I, uh... Toluk, Toluk nods. I head back to the rest of the group, feeling a little bit weird for having done that all solo. Sorry about that. <laughs> Riz is drinking your tea that you may have left over. <laughs> Royce. I'll be sharing some if it's offered. Found a found a chap down by the uh, by the docks, willing to take us in the Vardo for two hundred and fifty gold total. Oh wow, you got it for that cheap, huh? Well, I initially wanted to charge it a thousand, and I thought that was a little bit much. Yeah. Look, oh, wait, that's an assessment. They're all absolutely terrified of sitting foot, from what I can tell. So, you know, just getting them to sail near the damn place is probably more than it's probably. We should count our blessings. We got that lucky. Yes, that's not on the phone, but I hope that uh, you realize this is not going to be completely covered by us. Riz raises an eyebrow at you. I just roll my eyes at Riz. I'll cover your your part of it, I figured if you... No, no, no. Wait, wait there, Karla. You hired us, correct? You expect us to pay for ship when you hired us. Yes? Correct. I was not addressing you, that. Gurla and me are deal together, yes? Yes, yes, yes. No, but my compatriot and I, we do still need to split up out. I'm not calling the whole thing. Oh, I thought you were talking to us having to pay as oh, well. Oh, don't worry about it, my deal. <laughs> Riz just blinks at you. Uh, okay. Gurla, I just did not want you getting a... Uh, what is it? A cond. I was buried. I am interested in knowing how you plan to get your bardo yes. off the island. On the ship. 
easy. Alright. Alright, well, that's not exactly how I expect a easy item, but um, maybe a Zelda is not clearly communicated. I did not expect that someone would be able to come back and cleave us with how superstitious they are already. So I suspect that we will need to find another means to return to shore. I can return to pretty much anywhere I, I'm familiar with with uh, a device I've constructed, so I'm not worried about it, but if you need to bring that thing, I don't think I can take that with us. Why can't we just pay them to come and pick us up? We can offer, but I do not think that they would necessarily do it. Carla looks a little bit embarrassed that they were in such a rush to get the hell out of town that they didn't think about the return journey. Oh, that's alright, my dear. I've thought about it. I mean, I can go ask. I will be right back. And Riz gets up, downs the tea, politely hands it to Curla, pats their hands, and then heads off to the docks. Wait, Riz, before you go, word to the wise. Yes? I didn't get a chance. I was in such a hurry, I didn't get a chance to uh, scope the chap out. I don't know if he's on the level or not, but we might. These are rough parts. We might want to make sure that uh, they're all operating in good faith and not going to get us out in the water and start upping the price. You know, to get okay. us back safe and all that. Don't worry. What was their name? Oh, it was uh, it was Taluk, I believe. Look for the biggest ship. You can't miss it. It's the only one that would fit the, the Vardo. Thank you, Carla. You are wonderful. Be right back. Meanwhile, I'll be talking to the rest of the group. Zink. I mean, I guess our other option is... Levet, if you can see the island, could you teleport to it? Uh, not so accurately. I could... I mean, yes, I could. Uh, it might be a bit risky, but the chances are actually still quite in our favor. Well, it's a backup plan. I think that if there was a way to transport the Valdo magically, that would be the best option. I imagine Archibald could lift it, but not it on the house. Do we all need to go ashore, or can some of us stay on the ship? And, and keep an eye on the Vardo and keep an eye on the on the ship to make sure it doesn't leave. I'm not so sure about that. Suppose we don't want to split our party, do we? Don't want to. It could be quite risky if we do. Right. Could be. If what we've heard is true about this island, and can Petrovian communicate with Chizel in some some magical means? Because we could leave him there to watch. Uh technically. Um, on. No, actually, it doesn't really work like that. Uh, you just have to speak to him, huh? Pretty much. I mean, I could call him to me, but uh, there's no two-way connection. I try and take a sip of tea and realize it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> just loudly. <laughs> and if you look back in the Vardo, you realize that... Uh, it no longer looks like what it did, and now instead, it looks like a wonderful little cozy spot with a couple of benches and a little bed in the back, with a with a tiny little window next to it. I want it. It is all the proper size. That's pretty neat. It's still beautifully cool. painted and, and brightly colored, but it's, you know, the size of a wagon now instead of the size of a small house. I suppose we could ask the uh, the bartender, maybe, if they wouldn't mind keeping an eye on... I mean, if they if we were going to have to leave the wagon here and have someone keep an eye on that, they could maybe keep an eye on the Vardo, too. Depends if they're a trustworthy people in town. I mean, it would be safer just to know that we can get out of the island anytime we could. 
Well, then it's just a matter of finding a, a boat captain that doesn't mind waiting around. Might get come cheaper. Might have jumped the gun a bit. Why didn't we leave the Valdo here and just set a boat back? Yeah, so meanwhile, at the docks, Riz. Hello there, I am looking for Taluk. <laughs> I am Taluk. Oh, hello there, you look lovely. <laughs> you. you look very dignified. Thank you. Very sweet. Yes. I, uh... My friend here came earlier, yes. And, uh... I, I am the one with the Vargo. Vargo. I don't know if you, you've talked about it or not. I just wanted to make sure about some things. I think you're very wonderful for taking us, and I very much appreciate it. So it blinks. Says nothing. Anyways, uh, I just wanted to ensure that we had a return journey with that amount. Hmm. A return just, journey? Just wait around for, like, a day or two. I just don't want my horse being, uh, you know, alone. If, if you wish us to wait around for two days, it will increase the cost of what we ask. Are you sure? Because, uh, <clears throat> what was it? Uh, $2.50? Gold, yes, it seems very steep, especially because uh, you don't really have to do much to do that. That island is cursed. Being near it can bring doom to my people. And oh, my, do not worry. I can get rid of curses. I have magic. Toluk sizes you up and thinks about it. Very well. I believe you. Wonderful. Okay, so 250 for round trip. You will love horse. He is an asshole. Anyways, it is so good to meet you. I'm so excited to be on ship with you. Very fun. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go now and get my friends. Goodbye! Taluk scowls as you leave. <laughs> Just comes back. Okay, we are good for round trip. Okay, well done. Thank you. Vera will grab Risen to help them find someone in town. Oh, boy, you're To... <laughs> How's our horses? Mm-hmm. There's an easy stable near the middle, right? That's where we put them originally. It, that's just a parking. Oh, right? parking. Okay. Yeah, you you can find a stable in town though fairly easily. Okay. All right. The, the, Here it is. <laughs> the prices are pretty much negligible. So. Okay. Like one gold. It's more than enough. All right, we'll pay them one. Your turn, I guess. Okay. Okay, thank you for housing horses. You're all lovely. Thank you, thank you. I'll pay the one okay, gold to take her Okay, can go right back now. to my horse now? <laughs> yes, we can go back to your single horse. Oh god, I can hear him. <laughs> you can just get a new one. You fucking asshole! Are you complaining again to everyone? <laughs> oh, I was going to give you a carrot, but now you're acting sassy. It stomps its hoof. Oh, do not even start with me. It looks at you, and it blinks once. No carrot! That's it! Just crosses their arms and looks away from the horse. As an aside to the others, I, I say, we might want to just start getting a move towards the docks. This might take a while. Yeah. Yeah, we'll move over to the docks and get everything prepped. Riz will take the reins and lead it through the... Does the horse move? I, I have to do an handle animal check every time. The horse is fairly obstinate, especially after not getting a carrot. <laughs> Ooh, a 16. 
Yeah, that would have passed, but the, without the carrot, it's not interested. <laughs> Riz rolls their eyes and takes the carrot out of their hood, and then wiggles it. Will you go now? The horse blinks, and then starts walking. That's what I thought. Here you go, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it, it happily crunches at the carrot. Yeah, yes, you you don't have to tell me. I get it. Okay, you win. Aren't you special? <laughs> So, Fair. you make your way to the edge of the docks, and you are able to load the Vardo onto the docked vessel there. Uh, within the next hour and a half, the crew prepares, gets final supplies for the journey, and is ready to depart. So, if there's no further business in Bitter Landing, we can continue. Can I um, just have a quick word with the captain again? Yeah. So what's, uh, I didn't catch the name of the vessel either. It's the Sea Spit. With the excuse of asking the vessel name, I also want to do a, uh, a, oh goodness gracious, a sense, would would a sense motive give me sort of a a insight into whether or not they're going to be honoring the deal? I mean, you can sense motive the captain, yeah, to try to see if the captain's trustworthy. Yeah. Uh, or you could do a knowledge local or knowledge history to see if the name of the ship is uh, like infamous or anything. Uh, I think my sense of motive is strongest, so I'll I'll go with that. Oh, it's it's not a it's not an or it's an and. Oh, I could do either. Yeah. All right. I'll, yeah, I'll... Can, because they're yeah they're for different things. So the one is to determine whether the captain's on the level. The other is to determine whether or not the ship has, like, a history. I'll start with the sense motive, then. That's okay. a 19. Captain seems on the level. Cool. And you said knowledge local on knowledge history. I'll take either, yeah. I'll do a knowledge history, and that is a 12. Yeah. Never heard of this boat before. Fair enough. Uh, Royce, thanks thanks very much for that. I uh, I just get on board with whatever else. Mm-hmm. Vera also brings along three winter quilts. Are these also riddled with bugs? I mean, they're in contact with Vera, so they're a little bit. <laughs> they have some. You don't really need to ask if they're riddled with bugs. You need to ask which ones are not. That's fair. In which <clears throat> case, there are none. <laughs> no, in which case, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't ask. It's your fault for asking. Right. Uh, you just right. have to shake it once. Do you want to be yeah, cold? Fucker. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> all right. So is there anything else in Bitter Landing you need to accomplish before you go? All righty. Nope. Well, I wasn't there for the deal, so she won't do anything to conceal Archie unless they are like, whoa, don't bring that thing here, and then she'll pull him up. Alright, so it is a short sail over to this island, so I will go ahead and advance time by one day. Alright. And you arrive, you can see this island in the distance as your ship approaches it. The journey has been uneventful. They didn't really feed you all that much good food because they don't seem to have all that much good food. You're not sure what this ship normally does. It doesn't seem like a fishing vessel, necessarily. It could be a cargo transport, based on its size, but it didn't have a large cargo in it. You know, only your Vardo and yourselves. So maybe they're just between contracts, you don't know. But anyway, you approach this island, and you see it in the distance, sort of in a fog at first, and you can see a wide snowy plain 
that in the distance is broken up by a spine of mountains that go across the entire thing. There on the shore, you can see what are the unmistakable ruins of a town, a fairly sizable town as well. But the buildings appear to all be like burnt out and destroyed. Whatever happened here was not good. Riz is just sitting on the back of their steps of their Vardo, just smoking a really long pipe as they watch the horizon of this <laughs> island getting closer. As we're approaching, Levette's at the front of the boat with like both hands on the cane, like all majestic. <laughs> like she's like she's the one who's commanding this boat, even though she probably doesn't even see over the railing. Curler is at the stern of the ship, as they have been the entire voyage. Throwing up, because they get seasick. <laughs> <laughs> Not exactly most ideal travel, but we'll do. Petra um, doesn't really like being off of the ground, so he is with... he. Uh, Chisel is curled up on the ground, on the deck with, um, with Petra, just like... Mm, don't like oceans. Would you like tea? I have sleepy time. Chamomile. Lavender. <laughs> <laughs> you have black. <laughs> I have black teas. Yes. Which kind? I have data ham. Which do you recommend? Hmm. Actually, they probably said a country that you've never heard of before, but it would be the equivalent of Daraham for yeah. another world. I tell you what. <laughs> Around here, it would be called like Daraham breakfast. I'll take the one that you would recommend. Or that you would like. Well, I understand you said black tea, but I have a little mixture of my own if you want to try. I do. <laughs> okay, I will be right back. And they get up and they go into their Vardo, set up a tea kettle, and they it, come back it, out eventually. <laughs> Riz goes into the Vardo and you hear pots and pans banging around for a moment. They eventually come out with a little cup for you. Ooh. Here you go. Try this. And it smells herbal essence, but it is still black, like you requested. But it smells like flowers that you've never smelled before. Oh, this smells divine. Thank you. Pedro takes a sip. Probably has flavors you've never tasted before as well. This is exquisite. Thank you. I gathered that from at least three different worlds, mixed up the herbs together, and created that. I call it Raisin Sun. Ooh, clever. Thank you. And? Well, uh, what's the weather look like? Is the sun up or anything? Uh, yeah, it's 51 degrees Fahrenheit, scattered clouds, but mostly clear. Well, if you look at the reflection... And Riz will tilt the cup a little bit so that the sun's reflecting on it. And it, it just looks golden once the sun hits it. Mm -hmm. That is why. Oh, my apologies. Let me let me adjust that. Uh, it is not 51 degrees. It is... 20, <laughs> I was going to say. It is 21 degrees. <sighs> so it's still, it's still warm for this part of the world. I mean, you have a, a tea now, so you're fine. But it's still burr. Eh, it is fine. The old bear is just taking it. <laughs> burr, where? <laughs> I call it rise, Risen Sun because the sunlight makes it look golden when it reflects off the black tea. That and it tastes good, you know. Yes. I wanted it to be fa fancy or some shit. It's very <laughs> fancy. 
thank you. They hold out their hand. I <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, get okay. I take tips, remember? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, I have a I have a witty witty retort, but you know I'll I'll save that for another time. Uh, Patrick gives another silver. Thank you, Petra. You are getting closer to top. <laughs> oh, you. Yes, me. <laughs> they look confused at your statement. Curler is still throwing up at the back of the ship, but it's not clear if that's still a seasickness or this whole interaction between... Blarg. I'd make you ginger tea, but I don't think Vera would have ginger anymore. You'd have to I'm right get some here. more. No, ah, <laughs> that's terrible. That's awful. Love it. Come here. Just like pounds you into a crucible. Or <laughs> <laughs> well, you're like, let me find some ginger. And I'm like, I'm not just some ginger. You're the best There's ginger. Also a bit of white in in there too. So are we are we getting close enough to disembark? Yeah, you're getting there. All right. So the boat arrives near the shore, and the captain sort of makes a warding gesture, and from whatever religion he happens to follow. And the crew seems really just not stoked to be this close to this place. And uh, they're gonna get they're gonna get close enough that they can kind of dump your Vardo off in shallow water. <laughs> and the captain's like, "This is close enough. Can we go Oregon Trail with it and you know caulk it and float it?" Uh, yeah, you can try. <laughs> Do not do that to my wig. Okie dokie, we're not going to do that then. <laughs> well, I think you should find a place to park this or something. I don't know. I don't, I don't know that the house is very safe on the open. I was just going to leave it on the ship, to be honest. And Riz just glares at the captain. <laughs> mm. I am very pretty well. sure that's what we negotiated. Alright, alright. All right, so we they- will be back in two days' time. So your, your horse looks at you, and somewhere deep within that horse there might be an emotion, but it doesn't show it. It just stares at you blankly and blinks once. Riz goes back into their Vardo real quick, and then comes out with three carrots and puts it down in front of it. It looks at the carrots, and it looks at you. <laughs> Riz looks at the group. And then looks back as if they're pretending not to be there, and then they hug the neck of the horse really quick. Oh. <laughs> Aww. Aww. The horse they, they... the horse absentmindedly eats one of the carrots. Then Riz just pats it on its face, looks it deep in the eyes, and then turns to leave with the group. Okay, we can go now. We um we haven't <clears> paid <throat> the captain yet, have we? We're gonna pay him when we're when we're done. Yes, exactly. We pay for our return. Okay, just making sure. As we should. And Riz just looks back at the captain indignantly. <laughs> the captain just sort of just looks at you and just kind of grunts. So Riz nods and <laughs> walks off the ship. As as you all depart, the horse watches you all leave, and blinks once. Not gonna lie, this uh this 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 character this this horse is better, almost better than uh than Chisel. In its in its deadpanness. All right. So the lot of you depart the ship. And you find your way onto the shores of this island. This far away, far flung place. And the ground here is frozen solid. It's cold. It's 26 degrees Fahrenheit. 
so we will settle on that. Uh, it is freezing, but not completely, like, horribly killing you freezing, but freezing nonetheless. <clears throat> There's a, a driving wind cutting across most of the island. There appears to be a stand of dead trees, like a large forest to the east, uh, that appears to be all just dead wood standing. Like I said before, there's a spine of mountains that runs down the center of the mount of the island itself, and that's about all you can really see from your current vantage point. This place fucking sucks. You're not sure where the circlet would be. Could I do a detect magic on just the, or would that be a perception on the immediate uh, surroundings? So yes, yeah, so you can do a detect magic. magic. Now that's a sixty foot range, so hmm. it's it's going to be oh. very near term to like where you are. Okay, I'll wait until we. I've got my eye on the detect magic dial on my gauntlet, so I'll be watching that, scanning it as we go. Okay, but yeah, if if you do cast it, uh, you can scan the area, and you don't detect any magical items that aren't like on your persons. Okay, I'll I'll burn that spell then as having cast it. Oh, you you don't. It's a it's a cantrip. You don't have to burn it. Okay, okay. That's fine. I'll I'll delete it. I will never do it again. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) Unless you need to read it, there's really no reason to call it up because cantrips are infinite cast. Alrighty, so where do you guys want to do? Watch this be the wrong I island know. of the two. Right, maybe. Could be. Oh god. Well, too. Well, so do we see the ruins where we're at? Uh, yeah, you, you can see the ruins of of Golcana. It's uh, what what it at one time must have been like a, a medium or large sized town that is currently now just uh, a wreck of. Burnout buildings and stone. I mean, I guess first things first is to check out the ruins, right? Agreed. I suppose so. Um, actually, to think of it, Archibald and I could get an aerial view. There's not a lot of, like, big bells around. I don't see why not. What do you think about this, Archie? I think that would be fine. It has been some time since I have flown. Well... Let's give it a bit of practice then. Kind of like tap my cane on the ground for him to like pick me up. Alright, Archie scoops you up. Alright, let me back soon. Do not fall. Alright, so uh, Archie will take off and start to fly. Uh, but after you get about, we'll say 40 or 50 feet in the air, you are hit with a crosswind that is absolutely arctic I go down 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 down, down. I just go <laughs> I'm not blessed with this kind of weather yeah you, you get hit by a blast of air that must be negative 50 degrees okay down it's enough that like it numbed your skin just being hit by it one like just for a few seconds <clears throat> I'm more purple now so uh Archie <laughs> yeah you're a little more purple than you were before <laughs> so uh Archie will land and set you down well, um, I mean, the kill seems to, uh, makes it kind of hard to get up there. Well, I imagine it's the kills, maybe it's just the weather. It's, it's really windy. It is very windy, but I think I saw something, but I'm not sure. It uh, was is... strange looking. Wait, I saw that too. Which direction was it in? Archie points to the east. This is sort of oh, yeah, to yeah, the yeah. southeast. Yeah, it looks like there was something off that way. 
Well, hmm. should we go that way or should we inspect the ruins first? I mean, we're at least right next to the ruins already, so... Yes. Yeah, okay. So you can spend a couple of hours and sift through the ruins of Golkana, and near as you can tell, um, it seems like this place was attacked by something and destroyed. The The buildings were, like, you can see obvious marks of, of damage. It looks like whatever attacked this thing was able to, like, rend down stone buildings. So spider damage. What? Spider damage. Uh, I mean, I don't know of any spiders capable of cutting through stone. So, have you ever been to Australia? Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 uh, great. Yeah, that, that's good. That's good. No, um. yeah, but whatever attacked this place uh, destroyed stone buildings uh, pretty cleanly. So there's fire damage and broken stonework all over the place. So if you want to do a knowledge dungeoneering, you might be able to determine what attacked this place. I would like to do that, but I can't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take a shot at it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what, what was the check? Dungeoneering. Knowledge dungeoneering. Oh, I have that one. Ooh, finally. Okay. Uh, that's an 18 for Riz. That's a 19 for Curla. All right. So the two of you think about it, and it looks like uh, the, the, the fire and the destroyed stone buildings and the fact that it was a town that was attacked. You think it could have been a red dragon. Ooh. Hey, Riz, are you thinking what I'm thinking looking at this? Yes, I love dragons. <laughs> All right, that wasn't quite what I was thinking, but we're on the same <laughs> same general page. Dragon? Yes, probably. Who fucking knows? Any idea what kind of dragon we're talking? Red, based on the markings. Hearing people talk about dragons, you can actually see Vera kind of shrink into themselves a little bit. I think they are weird in this, like, if they were tiny, they would be so cute, but they are like, (laughs) with their claws and their teeth and the killing people part, you know. There's probably a lot of Halloween monsters, but not all of them. We've also terrible no matter what size they are. So anyway, this way was where the, the real thing was. Okay, let us go. All right. So <clears throat> you all travel to the southeast and you cross this dead forest. Uh, there is no signs of life anywhere. So it appears that all the trees somehow just froze to death and that was the end of it. And After a few hours, you make your way through that dead forest, and you make your way to what appears to be a path through the mountains here. It's difficult to to, to travel through, so I would like a single survival check from the party. Alrighty, I will do that. Yeah, you would have. Come on, baby. Hey! 20. Yikes. What? (laughs) Yep. Well, that's... That's oh, a two. two. Oh, that's a two for me. So that's yeah, that's that's not a good roll for a level twelve party. All right. So the journey is difficult to say the least. Uh, the journey through this mountain pass is rough. The cold is horrible. Uh, the the climb itself is difficult, and you guys didn't really have a whole lot of mountain climbing gear, and it's just generally not an easy climb to get through this pass. So. It takes a little while, and by the time you guys get to sort of the midpoint of this, it's already beginning to 
it's well, it's already almost nightfall. So the sun is low in the sky, sort of behind you, because you guys are traveling east. So the sun is setting behind you, and the last rays of the sun are looking down into a valley ahead of you. So right as you sort of get to the midpoint of this mountain pass, you can look down now into the next valley over and see something very interesting. Uh, As the final rays of the sun depart, you can see what can only be the remains of some kind of battlefield. It looks like some sort of titanic struggle took place here. Uh, The beings that fought here must have been truly colossal. There are cracks in the ground. There are large like ruts and rivets from where things must have fallen over or been pushed. There's parts of the stones of the mountains that are broken apart. And in the center of the valley is the thing that stands out the most. You see what appears to be a spire made of stone, but it's curved in such a way that it resembles... Well, make a knowledge nature check. I can do that. Already. All of us? Oh, I yeah. can't do that. Never mind. That is a 22 for nice. Vera. Okay. 14 from Kerla. All right. That's a 16 for Rose. Vera, you recognize the, the shape of that stone spire. It is the shape of a snake fang. Like a like a venomous snake's fang. <gasps> mm. <And laughs> the thing that's most strange about this there's so this is there's a norm an enormous stone spire in the middle of this valley it's shaped like a snake's fang and impaled on the end of that fang is mellifera <gasps> no what and that's where we're gonna call it a night no Thanks for listening. As always, special thanks to William Succi and Andreas Pitchler for the intro and outro themes, and Emily Roll for Fantasy for this episode's soundtrack. Interested in following us on social media? Follow us on Twitter at CheckPleaseDnd. Or want to support the podcast and be part of the Czech Republic? Go to our Patreon under the Czech Republic. Until next time! <laughs>